Welcome back. This is episode 62. It's a porch hang in Torquay with Scott Turnbull. We've got Gilly, aka Matt Gill, in the hot seat as a co-host. I'll be taking a break from this episode, Andy here. Uh, and as always, brought to you by Geordie Bay Brewing Co. Who's Scotty Turnbull? He's works for Life Saving Victoria. He's a World Surf League commentator and a jet ski driver for the Rip Curl Rip events in Bells Beach. And he's got some gnarly stories from Bells Beach driving the Rip uh, Let's try again. He's got some gnarly. <laughs> What's he got? He, he, also, um, he also drives the skis for all the Rip Curl events globally. All the Rip Curl so like globally. He's been driving at J-Bay, uh, Big Fanning, got attacked by a shark famously. Ooh. Uh, a few other birds in um, Belito in Bali. Obviously, you Ooh. weren't on this episode. but No, uh, no, mate. I'm just trying to... Get involved. That was here. one of the biggest almost stories I've heard. Yeah, yeah. Gilly here, by the way. Oh, fuck, he's just in the background. Always around. But he, he, <laughs> it's actually he, my role, always around. Shut up, Matt. You're not part of this intro. I invented yeah. a straw, a type of straw the other day. Keep your straw thing to yourself. <clears throat> my family are functioning alcoholics almost across the board. See that chair? It used to be gone. If it turned out koalas were good for erections, we'd be dragging them out of the trees. So much, so much frothing. So much frothing. <laughs> I didn't even get stomped in the dick. That's my junk. Yeah, put it away. It's... What month? What month? So QS ten thousand or Prime. Yeah, right. Over in uh, in Belito. Um, yeah, it's sick. <laughs> Just talking all day and it's got a captive audience. No one's giving you shit and looking like they're not listening because you can't see them <laughs> online. Can't see them. Perfect. So, yeah, it was good. It's really good. Bit of fun. Yeah, because I, I was doing driving jet skis there. And then they, you know, we didn't really need it that much. I was just so bored. I've just got energy. Like, I'm like, yeah. done my two-hour shift doing shark patrol. What am I going to do? So I just went up and knew Todd Klein and, and Joey Tapel and just said, oh, can I just come up and just check out what you're doing, hang out? I'll be real quiet. And they said, yep, cool. And then Joey just brought us in and said, oh, I've got Scotty from Water Patrol here. Let's, you know, let's have a chat. And, oh, sick. And Scotty tells us about it out there and, like, I'm like, yeah, it's a tech to get the Joe. It's like two foot Hawaiian and South African style. <laughs> it's not that we weren't doing pickups or anything. And then um, and then I, a wave came. He's going, look, I called the wave. He goes, oh, he knows what he's talking about. Stuck around for the whole heat, called a few more. And he goes, ah, oh, Scotty, maybe come back later on. He got me calling like a few more heats. And then I was doing like two, three heats a day, which was really cool. And then um, and then next year, like they had me on the roster. And, <laughs> and then the year after that, I was like, Heading up the broadcast with another guy, so we're doing like morning shows and like we're the main anchor guys, and yeah, it was sick fun. It was cool, just like seeing how the back end works and working with production and and that sort of stuff. So yeah, it was good fun. But it's so hard, like I've never been a frother, right? Like because I've seen people at the back end who are frothers, and I, like I hate that, you know. Like if you work, you got access in the inner sanctum, you can't be a fan. No, you, know, you got to be. So, so Curse was the photographer for 10 years for the tour. Yeah. Um, and she's big on that. Like, she doesn't, like, hates that. Like, there's so many groupies out there and she fucking hates it. So um, I was never allowed to do that. And then, um, and I, it wasn't my style anyway. And then, so suddenly when you're broadcast, you got to be mates with them, find out what's going on, how's their flights, like, lost boards, like, heats, and, like, you got to be mates with them rather than just being that guy for two seconds. And that's how you find out the stories and stuff. So it was kind of different and sort of hard. Cool. Yeah, it's funny. Like, stories like that are how you get in, you know. Like when you go and talk to people, like, oh, I, I just, it was flat, and then I ended up like talking a bit, then I did one heat, then I did two heat, then I fucking ran, you know, then I'm running it. Yeah. It's like, yeah, for sure. Like, it's it's crazy. And, like, people look at me like, like almost over there like I'm a celebrity. Like, they get, we got 
200,000 on one day logging online. We'd right. Like, we're, like, we're live on the South African, like, TV show and, like, fucking big deal. I've got a person doing makeup. I'm like, fuck off. Like, <laughs> I'm just a jet ski guy. Just I'm just a jet ski guy. I can talk. Save Rio, fucking top turn. Like, yeah. you know, that's, that's it. And suddenly they give you some credibility. And, and I think it's more just because you've got the international flavour too. So it's like the Aussie. Was True. Like South African. So I know the Aussie stories. Um, but yeah, it's, it's kind of cool. But like anything, like when you're at the back end, it takes a romance away. Because now I know that sort of back end side of things and how yeah. it works, you know, and how much is scripted and stuff. And then you may be a bit more critical too. But even like, because I, same sort of thing, like I was really close to the judges too. Yeah. So I'd come to the judges, which is like a fucking no-go zone. Like no one can go in there. But they're like, all right. Like you're, you, we've like had beers on like most nights after the events. Yeah. And Kirst lived with Pratama, the head judge for, for years. And Richie spoke at our wedding. Like, you know, we're really close to them. And so sick. I remember before J-Bay one time we were there and um, he's like, righto, fucking six to eight foot J-Bay, the best in the world. If they fucking trim down the line, do these fucking speed turns, get fucking head dips. And he says to the guys, I don't want to see any more than a fucking four. Like these guys are going to earn a 10. And like, it's sick. Like he watching the broadcast, like that was sick. Like that should be a fucking eight. How are they dropping fours? But then it's that conversation at the start of the day. Like, that's fucking cool. Like, I'm so yeah. glad I was previous to that. And, like, makes total fucking sense. Yep. So, um, yeah, it's cool. I've been, but I'll just go and sort of listen to why they give some of the calls they do and just sort of sit there and just listen and take it all in, which is, which is pretty sick. Was that before you met Kirsten, your wife? What, what, uh, how, what was the chicken nah, or the egg? Yeah, no, nah, I don't think so. I think, I think, no, nah, maybe. I think so. Like, I think, well, I've been driving skis, what, 15, I think it was my 15th year, 16th year. She did that for 10 years, so... It basically sounds like the two best jobs of all time. Like, photographer to the stars, WSL, you're just slinking around in the background and then, like, driving skis for surf comps. Sounds... Like, so they, are they are they not the dream jobs? Mate, sounds so... It does. It sounds so much better than 9 to 5, you know, commuting an yeah. hour and a half in traffic to the city <laughs> True. and stuff. But then... Um, then it's southwest wind, it's freezing cold and you've been in the water for six hours and you're sitting in your pierce and... And like you fall asleep, and you got this fucking amazing machine underneath you, and you can't give it heaps. You got to sit there at five knots, and you're getting rocked to sleep, and you've got mild pneumonia, and or from the wife's case, taking photos like she's like sick of two foot slop, trying to get the shot in a half an hour yep. heat, and it's like she's like sun drenched and hasn't been in the dunny for three hours and has had no food. <laughs> can't miss the moment. It's like anything, yeah. right? Like any every job's kind of got its limitations. So shit, yeah. So if um. You haven't figured it out already. Welcome to One Off The Woods, Scotty. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I if we We're kicked right. off. There's, a, there's one way to start it, and that's naturally. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, just with a yarn. Yeah. Good um, to be here. Mate, I appreciate you coming on for a yarn. Obviously, you've got the gift of the gab, and um, no one's stopping you. But uh, yeah, welcome along to another episode. We've got new host this year, uh, Gilly, back. So debut episode 2022 was talked about heavily on the Instagram over <laughs> a few too many Yeah, we're, maybe, we're maybe halfway cut there. <laughs> yeah. uh, but uh, thanks, Was. Welcome. Yeah, so back on replacing Andy. I'm sure you probably still have to edit it because I've got no idea what I'm doing still. So yeah. thanks, uh, Andy. Thanks, Andy. <laughs> Appreciate this. We'll uh, we'll make sure there's a few bleep outs for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. A few dodgy surf spots and and whatnot. So, um, yeah, mate. We, well, obviously you've already uh, told us a little bit about what you do and what you do. We we met working at Lifesaving Victoria, right? Long time ago, huh? Bloody long time ago. Saving kids because you know we're still. Uh, yeah, responsible people. Absolutely. My best job in the world. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Know, you must have come in actually at the end of, we were very irresponsible. We were doing those open water ones and we got kicked out of a hotel in Ballarat because we were just like 
just getting belted like weeknights and apparently one of the the chick who ran the motel worked they had kids at school <laughs> we were like pouring vodka into like um school jars kids of, like stuff <laughs> I, like it was it was just not school kids but it was just so funny causing a scene and then um yeah got back to headquarters and then they had to like they had to send someone out with us. They sent Nat Cope out with us. Natty Cope. Nat Cope was on the next week's tour to be like, pull us all into line. And she just ended up just as loose as us. So, and of course, big heart of Nat, who's I think one of the foreign ambassadors to China or yeah, something yeah. like that. <laughs> West Pac, young businesswoman of the world. Yeah, you know, went yeah. on to great things. Not quite as loose as us then, hopefully. But yeah. yeah. She we, was their family. Have you heard about her brother, Tim? Yeah. Man, they're like the most overachieving family of all time. It's kind of ridiculous. Yeah. He's, he paddled, did follow the Genghis Khan trail. Took four failed. years, like got a horse, and then walked Genghis Khan's trail <laughs> over four do. years, and then paddled the Amazon like from it, yeah, source to trail. I think ridden bikes through Siberia. The guys like I recognise him. I'm like I know this guy from somewhere, and he's like in the National Geographic we had on our coffee table at home, <laughs> like this. Yeah. And then I think their younger brother was a pho- young photographer of the year one year as well. Yeah, right. Just just weapons, leisure but, services. Such a like by day, wonderful people by yeah. night. Less, con- less constructive. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Absolute animals. Um, well, uh, one off the wood, we'll have a good segment to start it off. I don't know who wants to go first, but one off the wood. What's got you frothing? Best segment of all. Gilly, do you want to go? Or, or Scotty, something on? Mate, I'm frothing. So you I'll, are I'll frothing. Yourself, You're yeah. also real hungover. So. <laughs> I did. We did have a, I had a housewarming. Warm, that warmed a house. We moved to Torquay. What, it's proper warm. Eight, it's hot. <laughs> it's really hot. Sorry to Mark, um, next to a neighbour. 4.30, he came over and gave us a shut up. And I was like, oh, shit, 4.30, fair enough, mate. That's probably fair. Uh, I thought it was two. Uh, frothing. Mate, I've just had two weeks holiday and I'm down to south. I got frothing off South Australia. Like, what the fuck? I didn't realise how sick that coast was. I never, I'm Tasmanian, lived in Melbourne. I just haven't actually ever gone between here and like Adelaide. and went there for like two, a week, solo camp trip. Got real like... You know, introspective. Yeah, introspective. Just sat there getting bitten by fucking flies. That's what's not got me frothing the fucking March flies. No mosquitoes, but March flies, nuts. Just yeah. I'm just killing them too. What is it with March flies where like they're that bigger size? Like a mosquito, bam, that thing's dead. But a March fly, you're like, you kind of feel a little bit bad. Like you want to stun them and just, you think they just listen to you and fuck off, but they don't. They're cockroaches. Like you, you oh, can't yeah, kill them. Yeah, hard. It's awkward. I was talking with, to them though. I was like, mate, just... Fuck off. I've had eight <laughs> bites today. Like, I'm going to kill you. Like, I'm really sorry. Like, this is You, you don't realise what's about to happen. If you land on me, I'm going to whack you and it's, you're going to die. It's like, bang, gone. gone. I, reckon, I did actually, I reckon I was killing like 15 a day. We used to sadistically on the beach at Wilson's Prom, we'd make a little dome and you'd, you'd stun a march fly, rip both its wings off and then put it in the dome. Racing. And then like, yeah, and then you'd get, collect them so you'd all have like little battles. It was like the original Pokemon, Battle Stars, I think. And we'd have have these like little domes and they're trying to crawl up the hot sand and then like they'd slide back down. It was horrible. But like, <laughs> that is, that's what we do. That's what we used to do. My march fly, I had to go through a quick death. Like, I no, these were like, or you'd get a bit of grass, like the, the real pointy um, grasses and you could stick it up their butt and they'd try and fly away but they were too heavy <laughs> so they'd just get like a low off the ground like <laughs> horrible stuff I love I those like... all day witty wearer stories the things that amuse you yeah, yeah. Right, two points for a slap on the arm two points on the <laughs> legs eight points for a face <laughs> you got to get it done so what else in South Australia 
Mate, just... we dri- drove on the beach, took my car for the first time on the beach. I had no idea what What are you rolling these days? Amrock. Can um, you do it in Tassie? Oh, maybe, but I've never really done it. West Coast, Trial Harbour, Strawn. You can do it West Australia, where you're from. Yep. Can't w. do it here in Vic. Yeah, you can't Not do allowed. it here. No. And it, that's what I was thinking. Like, South Australia just reminds me so much of the WA coast. And, like, we went to Robe, and it's like... Everyone in there, like four inch lifts, like big tires. Like, it's like, motherfuckers have spent bank on their cars. <laughs> yeah. Just cruising around. <laughs> like, all you hear. <laughs> uh, that's, and then, it, so that was pretty sick. I like, I really wanted to go on the beach and, like, just drive around, you know, around the dunes and stuff, but just never, because yep. you can't do it here. No. Nah. And I didn't know you could do it there until. And everyone was on the beach. So you get bogged? Everyone at home is wanting to know, did you get bogged? No, nah, I, I didn't get you bogged. You didn't get bogged? Nah, How? Mate, I, was, I don't know. I was good at it. Nah, <laughs> we, we're Just the, good at on it. The, yeah. um, on the Triple J Hottest 100, we were staying like in robe and we went to that main beach, whatever that's called. And it was like the funny, slightly weird part. It was like, it was like a highway. And I was on the beach, right? And it's like car after car after car. If you go to the, like for a swim... You gotta look left and right. Yeah, on the yeah, beach. yeah. Because there's just like cars coming by. I'm like, I almost hit a kid on the way back. <laughs> Speed cameras? Yeah, <laughs> maybe. And then there was like this dude just parked his caravan. We're actually in a caravan um, right now, but he, he parked his caravan on the beach with like his Commodore. <laughs> what the hell is going on here? This is so weird. But it's it's sick nonetheless. It's a bit loose. Did you have a few beers over there? SA beers? Did you get on the West End draft? It's the short day. No, it's horrible stuff. The Coopers is good. The Coopers is good. I ban myself from the Reds. So I get a little the, crazy on them. But yeah. I was the on the middies. Oh, the mids. You are an orange I'm a, fan. Yeah, I'm, yeah. A, I'm an orange fan. I just reckon you get an extra beer, you know. Yeah, we yeah, haven't got to the Dunny. Yeah, <laughs> true. Get get rolling on them. So yeah, good, I reckon I'm I'm back on the head to South Australia. Sick camp spots, epic beach times. We can't surf at the moment, but. Uh, there looked like there were some waves along the, the way too. Good, so. good. Have you got a froth, Scotty? Or do you want me to go chop in on you? Well, I'll go so we can bookend it with something good. I've got, got, <laughs> got nothing Nothing's to bring. Got you frothing. Well, it does, <laughs> but mate, I've... You're a frother. I'm here and I'm going to bring old stories. That's going to validate my coolness. Okay. Like, I've got two kids now, one six months, one three... I'm like a lawn guy. I went from being cool, doing stuff, partying, like knowing things. Good lawn. And, mm-hmm. Thank you. Thanks, yeah. Gilly. But that's my thing now. It's like, oh, it's going to rain. Like, oh, sick. It's good for the lawn. Like, I've suddenly <laughs> become like 50 in like three years from having kids. So, nah, man, I'll, I'll wait for your one. Simple things. That's a good froth, you know, just the, the lawn. Yeah. A good, you got a competition going with the guy, the neighbour. Yeah, but he's a greenskeeper at bloody. Oh, so it's like, yeah. You, you know, surround yourself Com- with good company. It's like yes. surfing with better surfers. You True. know, you step up. Because if if the guy was a complete kook and never washed his uh never never mowed the lawns, then you know you wouldn't feel so bad. You'd let it go. That's it. The Step ego up. was validated by you guys saying yeah. it was quite nice. It's so nice. That, was, that was a yeah. nice little yeah. hit. It's so it's, yeah, it's, it's, out there. it's a forty year old version of going saying I like your car or I like your six <laughs> yeah. pack or whatever yeah. it might be. <laughs> so good, mate. My froth is your hometown. We're in Torquay. Ah. The three two two eight. There you go. The three two two eight is great. It's part time your hometown though. Like now little, it is. Yeah, a little. I, I've. Like, I've frothed on Tassie, being down there, it was good and inspiring, but, man, I've just loved being in Torquay and I've Sell been working. Sell it back to me, because, mate, I've been hibernating. It's summertime, we don't go anywhere near main town, we just sit at yeah, home. Yeah, fair like, enough. White Beach, just a lot of... Get out to Whites. Whites? Whites. <laughs> For everyone who doesn't know at home, Whites is actually the nude beach. Is it? Yeah, you not know that. It's a beach. I've never been there. Perfect. <laughs> yeah, we'll get down there. The kids are nude anyway. <laughs> 
No doubt, right. Yeah, I'll, I'll learn something. I haven't seen any nudes down there. Isn't Southside Nude Beach as well? Yep. The South- other side of Bells. Interestingly, we had that, you know, that cliff collapse on that, yeah. that really hot day and a couple of people did actually perish as part of that, which we, you know, never Jesus. want to make a joke yeah. about, but the part of the beach was, you know, the media advertised as Bells because that's what everyone knows. No yeah. one knows, sort of Jarosite, but it was actually, you know, up, up at that point and, you know, it was a hot day. I think people were up against the cliffs and in the know, everyone in town is like, oh, the nude beach, <laughs> what a way to go. <laughs> With your way out. out. Yeah, yeah. But we, we went there surfing as kids, like came, you know, beg mum and dad to take you surfing, came with the family from school and we'd, you know, straight into the surf as you do in, you know, four hours in the surf and mum and dad like kind of like, they're all on the beach waiting for us and they were just moving around like they wanted us to come in but I was like, why? Well, it's mellow, having a good time and I caught a wave right into the shorey and there's just this old bloke there, just nude. Just like completely schlong out, like, how you going? I was like, oh, that's a bit weird. Paddle back out, got a wave. And then when we finally came in for a bloody muesli bar or something, there's just nude people everywhere. My mum and dad, my mate's mum and dad, he's like eight-year-old um, sister there and three boys surfing. I was like, oh, I get it. Mum, we've just made mum and dad hang out at a nude beach. <laughs> like, so your mum and dad were nude? They, were, they weren't nude though. They were looking out of place. I was expecting them, you know, drop the drapes and just get involved. It's a bit different in France, but it works quite nice. It, it, yeah. Not so much. Not so much here. Yeah. yeah. That's okay. Ah, yeah look, big shout out to all the nudists on the, on the potty too. Yeah, I don't mind it. We've been, um, I've been getting in. So here's something weird froth for you. I've been shirt cocking a bit. Like, Explain. Well, like I get around in just the underpants, you know, just to Dax shorts, take the shirt off. I've been doing that for years. Yeah. This is a 101. But my mate got me into shirt cocking, which is the opposite. You just wear a t-shirt, no pants, and you have like little cock sticking out the, the bottom of the t-shirt, like a little worm. like you. Just walking down the street shirt Not in the street, or? just at home shirt cocking. Like it's a new thing, you know, and I, and it's, man, it's liberating. You've got to get, and nudists will tell you this, you need a couch towel. You need a bum towel, you know, because you do sit on the sit on the chair, yeah. bum juice. You want to just a little courtesy towel to take around the house with you. But shirt cocking, liberating as it's great. Yeah, nuts. That sounds. Have you tried it? I have to give it. it. Hey, I've got Gilly. housemates. You know, like, <laughs> yeah, it's fine. Do you say nuts, Gilly? <laughs> Is that was your choice of words <laughs> yeah, to describe yeah. it? <laughs> no, I'll, I'll take it on board. Shirt yeah, cocking it's a challenge for everyone at home. I think you know when you're at home by yourself, and I, and what I think it works for me because the neighbours. Obviously, I'm in the kitchen shirt cocking, but they think I'm closed. You know, you can wave to the neighbours and they see you sort of thing. But, you know, downstairs, it's party time. Party I'm, gl- time. I'm glad we're having this conversation now than last year because, you know, my day job is I'm a teacher. And the joke is always, you know, the camera we had on doing our, our teaching sessions were always, you know, everyone had their pyjama bottoms on. So I'm glad we're having this conversation now uh, rather yeah, than no, last no. year because <laughs> I could have planned a very wrong idea. In the yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> you don't want to be teachers no good for shirt cocking on Zoom. <laughs> No, no good at all, um, mate. I'll, I actually we've got a, I've got heaps of stuff to talk to you about. But the three two two eight, I'm frothing on because getting like having mum and dad here and just living around town, and it, it feels to me like when I first moved to Perth, similar group of people like young Gillies, your housewarming last night. You know, you've got a re- Rachel's renter friends from Torquay. So it was half the people were locals. Shout out to Rachel's rent friends. <laughs> <laughs> so half the people were locals and it was just the same vibes as like what I had when I first moved to Perth. I was just absolutely frothing it. It got to 3am before I noticed it. And then like being able to surf before work and, you know, you're just in town, everything's outdoors. I ride my bike to my sister's place down the street and swimming the boys in the morning. It's been... Uh, the go. So, like man, I'm on, I'm on board. The 3228. You could live in the city. Where was the last time you lived in Melbourne? Maybe 10 years ago, I think. And it was horrible, wasn't it? 
it's funny at the time I'm like no way I love this Sunday sessions walking out at 3am yeah. trying to cut one from the herd like, yeah, I'm like yeah. this is sick I'm never leaving this you know and now nah, down here is insane we love it it's you know we go diving fishing all the time there's surfing you've always got something got, yeah. the thing I love too we got the Otways just down there in Lawn so you know, I, I, that's kind of been my, my jam lately. And I froth over is just disappearing and walking deep in some mountains, finding like I've got secret waterfalls down there that yeah. I swear no one knows about. Going the, fishing. the Yu Yangs or down the Otways? No, no, the Yu Yangs half back on yeah. Otways down yeah. back of Lawn, back of kind of Apollo Bay there. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's kind of my thing. So, if, you know, if the weather's no good down here, you can just disappear in there and it's 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 epic well particularly we've had a few sessions where we go down to joey and surf down there and it's like 40 degrees and you come back in the otways like down the valleys and in the riverbed it's like 30 28 degrees and you go just sit in the river and catch trout it's yeah it's pretty epic it's pretty pretty cool balance a couple of years ago so i grew up doing a bit of trout fishing in uh like the high country la cola that sort of area like nice. trips with dad you know yep. a bit of Benambra, um, walking. yeah, yeah. And, and like just that was that was what we did you know we'd go fly fishing in fly season and, and you part of walking and it was like camping for a reason sort of thing. And then dad hasn't done that much since his best mate passed away who he was with and um, he'd, you know, go duck hunting with him, go fly fishing and all this stuff. And then um, when I saw you, because they'd moved down here and you were out in this like little stream frothing, you made a video on YouTube, right? And like <laughs> I watched it twice, like catching these tiny little trout, yeah. but, but just loving like the adventure. And I was like, that's how I grew up doing that. And I was trying to get dad to to tee up with you to go fishing he's got all the kit yeah, like, right. ties his own flies and everything and i was like loving it that you know someone else like a young bloke traditionally you know you don't really get into fly fishing no nah, it's good should, how uh, did you how'd you get around that uh i think i just like challenges i don't know i grew up fishing in the bay and i'm just sick of f- smelling like pilchards and cleaning yeah. the boat down which is a bit annoying i've still got it but i just like to sort of getting out and i think mate, that, you know life is you guys talk about mental health in this a, a fair bit you know like i teach traditionally in schools where we got a lot of trauma kids or a lot of kids with, you know, a lot of, you know, high needs and it's really hard to switch off from that and you get home but it's really hard, you know, beers are good but, you know, they're, it's it's not genuine happiness. It's it's just, you know, a little bit of, you know, here and there. So for me, it's just escaping, just getting down there and, you know, nearly step on a snake or like black, you know, yellow tail, black tail cockatoos, getting a big trout. Like you just forget where you are. It's just a really good grounding thing. So that's kind of my thing. Like it keeps me kind it's of ground and happy and you know I've, as i said before like i just found a, a really cool waterfall down there just from reading contour maps and walking in deep and i don't think too many people know about it and i did a video i didn't post it anywhere and i sort of caught a trout at the top of the the waterfall and then walked down like down the bottom of it and caught one in the pool at the bottom too yes. so that, that was i love that kind of stuff yeah, it's sick. Yeah. and that's like that adventuring to achieve like that stuff froths me yeah, out you know, sure. like feeding yourself and oh, people the, say bushwalking I'm like, like boring but yeah like if there's but you're bushwalking a, for a reason a goal, yeah which is goal. yeah like what we used to do is to you know walk into this joint called linden flat actually it's where the McAllister river and the barkley river join up and it was like there's a you walk straight over the hill or you can walk along the river like to come in and there's a cave up on the hill and stuff and like we found deer hunting arrows and built a little dam in the creek and you know like we just go up and down that and that was like it was a bit of a walk in like for a kid you know I'm carrying a pack in but just camping out there for a few days with no one around and the odd fly fisherman had walked past sort of thing but it was like that sort of camping like I really actually miss that and because WA is full drive camping you know drive into the bush bang do that but yeah, it's good for it, but it's like that sort of adventuring by yourself into a, in the bush. And the Otways are what you know, 
an hour away, less. And it's like, funny, it's not that it. far from Melbourne. It's like big, yeah. big epicenter. It's pretty cool to do that. And even like, I had a funny one the other day. I, I, got, I got spooked by a couple of deers every now and then because I'm always trying to be quiet. They're trying to be quiet. We always yeah. run into each <laughs> yeah. other. And I saw an albino deer. Whoa. And there's no one around. It's just me by myself. And I saw this albino deer. And I said, nice camouflage, dickhead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I actually cracked up laughing to myself. Like, for about a minute. That's yeah. when you hit it. I'm talking to deers. <laughs> that's when you've, like, proper hit hit that mode, I reckon, when you start talking to animals. Like, of course, that that's what people did. When I cycled over, you know, Perth to Melbourne on the mission, I reckon it was day two. And I was chatting to every even the dead animals on the side of the road oh unlucky mate <laughs> probably shouldn't have been <laughs> well should have left and right yeah <laughs> quicker Ooh. next time mate <laughs> yeah awkward and like but just you know everything you start talking to animals and you, you do that I've, you see um people walking like uh, the cape to cape track and they've got music in the backpack you know it's just like they're playing tunes and it's like what the fuck are you doing just lost it huh yeah because people were doing like the what is that the great ocean road walk and they were pumping tunes behind it too looking real like down i'm like mate turn it off like this is your tune you know like i like running with the same like i do a bit of running sometimes it's nice just to run without any tunes because you're like you hear she she stuff like it's just different yeah and you take in more senses as well like if you're not getting blasted in the ears like you'll be smelling different things and different bushes and like I think yeah I don't know there's there's something to be said like people need to just connect in nature like it's, yeah, well in, it's just yeah. a, you know we don't like to deal with our own thoughts sometimes that's pretty harrowing so I'll put music on because that's a cool thing I get it for motivation sometimes yeah. but yeah like sometimes it's just I don't have to deal with my own thoughts I'll put tunes on like but it's good just to connect with your own thoughts and just get out there and couple of days solo yeah. solo missions but I mean you were saying how good it is down here it's I, I sort of lost a bit of love for down here it's it's, it's got pretty busy like I've, I've you oh, know, man, surfed my so whole life busy. I've kind of <laughs> I went surfing with wife not a whole bunch of times we've had a few sessions and you know I'm I've, I, I kind of be real chilled and I found myself one time I tackled a guy I'm like I walked down I'm like <laughs> what? what a fuck yeah like <laughs> you you know, like, hold on <laughs> like well, talk just, us through it there, well there's there was a guy who was clearly not from here and he um he burnt a local guy who's really chilled and and um i'm like that's not okay but that's okay and i'm pretty perceptive i can't switch my brain off and um and then he kind of burned my wife i'm like oh man like if you know what you're doing you you know how someone paddles like what their board is how they're going like what the wave is and he kind of burned her i'm like oh that's two pretty blatant ones and then he went me and i'm like it was only three foot i'm not gonna call him so i thought oh the best way i can show him up is just trying out surfing behind him and then he just kept going and I did this lame kook of the day Kyle carved back to us I'm like that's it so I just jumped and tackled him and <laughs> ca- we came up from underwater and it's just where here. were you surfing what break uh, outside in Posse yeah. so yeah. look it is it is a bit of a, a long borders wave as well yeah. but it's actually quite a quality wave yeah um, beep beep we, we'll beep that out don't worry no you can do it it's pretty common like, it's a pretty it's a pretty known break here and um and yeah, he just came up and I said to him, I said, I think the way you're looking for, sorry, mate. I said, you need a bit of situational awareness. You burned a few people. Like people aren't having a good time when you, you, you're doing that to them. Once I'll give it to you, twice, no good. Like three times, not okay, mate. Like if you want a lesson, I'm happy to give it to you. And it's just, it's just ignorance just sort of, sort of bugs me. So I've kind of lost the love a little bit for the surf sort of here. And yeah, but you get down the coast. Like, is that, is it that busy in winter around here? Like I said, you know what? Like I blame. I, I had a chat to um, a couple of guys from Rip Curl surfing with him the other week. I'm like, it's your fault. Wet you suits. made these wetsuits too wet fucking good. Too now. good. Like, yeah. yeah. In winter so time, good. it used to be like mm. if you got a two hour session, that was good, and and you know there wasn't a whole lot of bunk people out. Now you can do three hours, no drama. So yep. everyone's out. And look, it's cool. There's chicks out everywhere now. Like you know, it's almost a 
let's go 30 70 split and i love that that's so cool but um yeah <laughs> there's a it's a lot of a lot of uh people in the water and, and that's to be expected you know like Morris Cole did a. You guys talked last about Lipt. Lipt, he did a kind of a, a doomsday yeah. kind of prediction a couple oh, of years yeah. ago when he was on with those guys about you know now for those who have or haven't been down here, Geelong is almost connected to Torquay through Armstrong Creek now. All the paddocks have been sold off and turned yep. into houses, so it's certainly got super popular down here. And um, you know, it is people bit, work with working from home. That's where you want to. It, it makes so much sense, like the ability, because that's what I'm doing, right? Like I wouldn't be able to go, be away from work for five weeks. Right. But I've worked from Tassie. I'm working from here. Like that flexibility. And it's like, fuck, do I actually have to go and do it? Like that's what you've done, Gil. Yeah, mate. Come I've down worked from, from home. I'm back half part of the problem here too. <laughs> you're paying for you. And the rental situation. Yeah, I always, you're two I always drop in on people. And fucking <laughs> hey, you're not doing your co-host. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you're any good here, mate. No, not really. But I, it's, it, look, it's funny. I think the world's changing a little bit, I suppose. Like in terms of where, what you can do. Like to where you can live. Yeah. How you can fucking attack stuff. Maybe that means that you can go to like I can come here but maybe like I don't know where next is so it's a challenge it's like everyone's looking for the you know Byron Bay of 15 20 years ago or whatever yeah for sure uh, it might be time for an ad um, obviously we're always brought to you by Geordie Bay Brewing Co which you would have heard at the start but time for an ad we've got a new sponsor uh, for this particular episode uh, let me just grab the uh, the read through. I should probably should have had this prepared. Word for word here, was it? They won't give us. Uh, we need uh, the money. What if I was a co-host? You would have had a keyed up for him there, Gilly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I cue well, card him, but mate, obviously not. Episode one. <laughs> Andy's sitting there just shaking. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just 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 kidding. <laughs> You've got the same email as me, mate. You're on the email now, so you know you you feel free to jump in or read anything out. But uh, today's sponsor, Viral Bottles from Wuhan Water. So the good people of Wuhan Water uh, bringing you viral bottles for those seeking an alternative to flu vaccines, those living in Western Australia, just feeling a little bit left out, um, you can now order your own viral bottle. Viral bottles are the vitamin water of 2022, Scotty. Boosting immunity the natural way. Vegan, anti-vax and Scientologist approved. First batch runs include Omicron, Delta, the lesser known Epsilon variant. And future offerings, I think they're going to do um, bird and swine flu, which should be good in a bottle for you. So delivered around the world, wherever you'd like a bit of that for the immunity. Um, anything that suits your pandemic palate. Fast track your body's immunity the natural way. Free shipping Australia wide. Uh, use the code is uh, thirty. There you go. Nihama <laughs> thirty. Yeah, yeah. Nio. This was packed full of the fridge at our Andy's wedding, and it works. Yeah, it works. <laughs> it works. Every everyone yeah. got a little like chain letters, uh, friendship bracelets, and chicken pox parties going viral the nineties way with viral bottles from Wuhan Water. Be the sickest cunt you can. <sighs> How good. Yeah, so thanks to the guys, guys, for chipping in for this episode. I really appreciate it. It's a sick product they've got there, too. I've got it in the fridge, full up. Yeah, are they recycled bottles, I think? Mate, it's anything you need them to be. (laughs) (laughs) It's drinking crisply. That's what I can can tell you. Plenty of it around at the moment, too. Going crisp, going going well, keeping hearty. Now, that's brilliant. Um, We appreciate that. So, yeah, thanks to those guys. What, what, What are we getting from them? It's just uh, my fridge full of water. Yeah, anything? fridge full of Wuhan yeah, bottled waters. That throws you a few bucks. And more you, know, you buy, the more we get. Yeah, yeah. Out there, I think use so. the code. <laughs> use the get code. active. What was the code again? I've forgotten already. Uh, Nihama thirty. <laughs> Nihama thirty. Much appreciated. Wuhan water. All right. Um. Oh, it's crisp. Very so crisp. Good. We've got a few tins. Thanks for supplying the beers. We turned up 
beer free. Nah, it's fine. <laughs> Gilly was a bit hungover. I left yeah, in a I hurry. I drank all my beers. So I <laughs> couldn't drank, all of them. Yeah, I just drank every beer. As I said, I've got kids, so the beer's fridge is full, but I get through one and a half and I'm asleep yeah. or interrupted and they're warm, so <laughs> happy to. What have I got here? It's a um, Rip Curl Pro Medina Night mug. But also, it's, media night for those dyslexic media oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> Medina night it was I saw Rip Curl and Med and just yeah. assumed Medina that's well, good yeah. marketing that is wonderful they, marketing they've got their money's worth right yeah. there big shout out to the guys at Rippy for doing that yeah well played, well <laughs> played. Uh, did I see like, I don't know if you guys watched uh, you know I don't, I'm not sure we're going to publish this but of course the Pipe Pro was on today and oh yeah Gabby's out for the season but I, I think I saw him on the broadcast oh really oh you were watching this morning was he, weren't? Was he on I, I don't know oh, I saw it briefly and I'm like is he, wait so he's in Hawaii well, that's what I sort of question. He's out for mental health reasons. I'm like... Did he surf the Triple Crown? Did he put in any waves? No, 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 no. So he's... Right. Well, they're not doing Triple Crowns. Now, Pipe is the opening of the CT. Yeah, but they had that digital and, Triple oh, Crown by Stab. Oh, no, So it was like that. you had to submit clips, oh, sort of thing. Not so, sure about that one, no. But, yeah, okay. Um, so, yeah, I don't know if it's like, could be completely Weird. wrong and talking nonsense, but I thought it was I pumping. saw a quick clip at the, uh, the background <laughs> right. of, of Gab's there, but... It was, um, it was pumping this morning, though. Jack Robinson. Mm. Flogged it like an 18 West Aussie boy He was effing crazy I think the knockout Heats uh, I think Jordy did Got a sick like 9-8 Or something like that Which was cool And What are your thoughts on Kelly Coming to Or not coming out to Australia Like he's he's Turns 50 In a month or so They said that He'd been surfing for 30 like, years And I sort of checked him myself Going how old am I how 1991 or 92 He won his first world that's, title That's crazy That's mental <laughs> like, what, Name another sport Where someone Like a it's funny I say that Sean White's now going to his like I think fifth Olympics, so he's been around twenty years. But there's yeah. not many other sports where you can do that. Let alone a sport where it's actually on your body. So you got to take your hat off. Oh, it, it's athletic, but yeah. it's also the uh, to me. It's not like golf where it's changed. It's actually evolved yeah, from the nineties yeah. of what the, the boards they were surfing, what you had to get to win a heat or yeah. you know the, to collect point six turns to the beach sort of stuff. Then to progressive surfing, and it's like I can't believe he's actually stayed with it for that long and he pushed the envelope as well you look at what he was doing a few years ago like and he was still the forefront like pushing all these kids into it it's it's absolutely nuts and now he's not he's, he might be his last year but he's not coming to Australia we can't because he's not vaccinated not double vaxxed yeah look, I mean it's so funny like any elite sport the, the guys are just such a level above that any amateurs just can't even understand the level mm. of that and I think one year we were staying here and I was staying with the physios and Kelly came over it's funny like those guys like Text all sorts of nights. Oh, I've got a twin shear. Servers come over and they get worked on. And remember, they said they sort of worked on. They're like his his muscles are like butter. They they could move a muscle aside just yeah. to get to something else. And wow. I think that's the level he's operating at. We don't ever see like he's just so in tune with like his food and diet and stretching his whole body. Do you and think I that's think, trained and like hundred percent? Like it's he's, not. He's almost robotic in in terms of that sort of stuff. And but I've also you know I haven't had a lot to do with him. I had him my ski a, a fair few times. Um, he's very you know, eccentric and, in, you know, almost addicted to it and does, he's yeah. tried to give up a few times and, um, you know, I've had different conversations with him where he's all surfing focus. Other times he's just chilling out. Other times, sometimes out in the lineup, he loves trash talk. Like I've had one one where he's just talking smack and like that's fired him up. Yeah. Um, you know, is Does funny. he chat to you on the ski? Like does he, you know, when you, you get in a run back, does he sit on ski and be like, oh, hey, babe, yeah, thanks, man. Or is he like in the zone? Uh, you know, is he... It's funny... And a lot of surfers are sort of different. Like, we kind of pick them up, and like the first thing some of them said, How's that one? 
So we're kind of like, oh, oh they're asking man, you. Like, yeah, yeah, oh, right. like, yeah. I almost want to go, dude, I've been sitting here for six hours. They all look fucking same. <laughs> <laughs> I just, just, just want to know where you're going to come off. Is there a set coming? Am I going to get in the way of the other guy? Like, am I going to run you over? Um, he did a chop up one time and I remember I sort of I gave him shit for that and he kind of loved it. And then he did like a sick one. He got like a nine the next one. He goes, you're fucking happy with that one? <laughs> yeah. I said, fuck off, you were There's a nine. You said, you're overscored, mate. Like, where was the car? And like, and then he loved that back. I'm like, oh, I'm just a guy here. Like, it's not about Fire me. I'm not his yep. mate. But it worked and he kind of loved that sort of banter, which was sick. Um, is, is there anyone you don't want to be picking up? Like, is there anyone that's not? As fun to pick up. Do they, how many, oh, what, can you tell about your listener? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nah, look, the Brazilians, we know they're passionate, right? So, yeah. like, oh, my kidneys have seen a fair bit of a pounding at, at the expense of them, saying, faster, faster, fucking faster, faster. Uh, yeah. You know, and, and what they don't understand is when you're driving a ski and there's, you know, if it's glass, that's fine. But, like, if there's any sort of chop, like, you can you can go full full knacker, but you just get in the air and you're just, you're like, lost. chopping. So, you're it's like actually going quicker to go 30 knots, like, you know, like, and just go, oh, sorry, 30 k's and as opposed to trying to go 100 like they want. Um, I've sort of watched a lot of the, the Brazilian events, you know, and I don't want to just bag them, it's quite easy to do. Um, but, like, their drivers down there are very biased. Um, you know, like any developed nation, there's a level of corruption and lack of equality sometimes, and, and they definitely pick up their boys real quick, drive real quick, and, and everyone else kind of gets second. Yeah, right. Because, right. they're, well, they compete or die, yeah. right, those guys. That's why, you know, we see... You know, a lot of them soccer fall and, and it's the end of the world and that sort of stuff. So they are very competitive. They're they're not super friendly all the time. But a bit of language as well, barrier. Like, you uh, know, you're not lads. No, nah, they're like all pretty Aussie. good. Like, they're all pretty good. Oh, like, now, yeah. yeah. Most of them can speak English really well now. Yeah. Um, you know, they, they want you there five seconds ago. Yeah. And you're like, mate, there's this, if it's a three-man heat too, I, I, I can't just pick you up. It's not a free surf. I've got to, I'm not put. and the biggest thing at Bells is, is there's a wake. You know, I drive at, at J-Bay as well. I've driven a few other places. You've got to make sure there's not wake in the lineup to, yep. to fuck up yeah. other waves for other surfers. So, yeah, they're, they're pretty crazy. A few are pretty chilled, pretty cool. Um, but a lot of, yeah, the Brazilians are the one that give your kidneys a bit of a pounding. <laughs> so the, one of the biggest Bells in like the recent years was 2019, yep. I think it was. Yeah. And like they had round of 16, we'll post some pictures of this and mm. like people have to go and look it up. I'll actually post a link to the, like the highlights or, of it, but it was round of 16, I remember maybe the last couple of heats and the swell built through the day. It was like, it was massive. And you were there driving skis from it. Mm. And like, I think the the last heat, what do we have? There's Owen Wright, John John, third last heat of the day. Yep. Italo, Jeremy Flores. Yeah. It was Geordie in there somewhere Kanoa today? and Geordie yeah. were the last heat. But during that, Owen and Geordie, and they are doing overlapping heats. So you got four surfers in the water, zing around, probably four skis, and it is absolutely carnage. Like, you talk about an hour of surfing to watch. I was glued to it live. can't remember where I was, but I was invested watching, like, sweating with intensity. It, the waves were fucking massive. And, like, Bells looks like a big burger, and it gets shit because it's like, oh, it's a, you know, there's not a steep face on it. For sure. But the volume of water that pushes through. Yeah, and when you get caught in there or you fuck a duck dive, you get dragged so far. It's similar to Mark's. Like, you properly get dragged. Yeah, yeah. Even though it's not that full steep not face bottom, pitching. But, the, but that, my that carries God. through that white water, yeah. It carries through. So, mate, I, I want to hear about that day. Like, I've been frothing to ask you about this for so long. So, the skis, there was like, Jeremy Flores ripped his leggy out or... or um. Uh, lost it, like snapped a leggy, had to come in. Yeah. No yep. one, his caddy was nowhere to be seen. He runs up, gets was, his own I was on the beach for that and he was like <laughs> wigging out. Yeah. Um, so I guess here's a backstory to add something to it. Yeah. 
we've been doing it for, I think, I'm 15 years. They still call me the rookie. I'm 15 years in. Yeah. <laughs> who the else, who who else been... drives? Who are the other guys? So you got we know Tony Ray? Oh, yeah, T. Ray. Uh, um, so he certainly pioneered. Yeah. You know, I, I just looked up to him. Like, no way I can drive like him. You've got Byron Marsh, who's an ex-world windsurfing champion. Really funny guy. He's, he's amazing. Glenn Ringrose, who used to be on yeah, the CT and QS. Then you got like a third. Chopu, one of the first years. It was a QS. Guy charges. Uh, you got his brother, Tony. Uh, Tony Ringrose is a legend of guy. He's like, you know, a ski expert. He's done hit a Tassie a number of times. Like, his ski broke he down. Hit a Tassie on a ski? He's guided people like on what? surf skis there. His ski broke down in the middle of Bass Strait. It's one of the second most treacherous stretch of water in the world. What you want to be on and in the middle of Bass Strait? It's like, jet ski. He slept in the gunnel. Like his ski broke down. He slept in the gunnel, rang someone from Flinders Island. They come pick him up going, um, and just waited for a couple of days. Um, you know, those guys have sailed. Like, I think they grew up in New Caledonia or Polynesia somewhere. They've sailed the sea, so they've seen everything. Yeah. Uh, you got Scully, who's like the head of the water. Like, you know, he's been going to. Bali since the 60s, um, and he heads up the the local surf, the rescue down here. So we've got a few guys who drive real well. Yep, and you're the rookie still, 15 still years rookie, later. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. And, I, and I'll wear that hat. That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, we knew it was going to be a big day, and, and we also laughed. I laughed a few of the boys. A lot of us hadn't touched a ski for 12 months because you know we used to froth and live on it. We've all got to lives and get pretty busy. Yeah. So, um, but we know what we're doing, and, and like anything, we kind of knew we'd be fine. But there was a bit of air, and everyone's calling it, you know the hell's bells. Yep. You know, the whole, uh, was it the um, point break kind of deal? Um, yeah, 50-year storm. 50-year storm, which, yeah, you know. Yeah, like, there. You know, we've it was got... fucking huge, though. Like, it was it would big and, like, unruly. Not not offshore and big, like, big and southwest, like. Yeah, it like, had that southwest in it. And it's funny, you said at the start how, like, it's a dream job. Like, mate, we're down there at 4.30 in the morning. We're putting probably wet weddies on most of the time. Yeah. Trying to get skis on this sandy, crappy beach, putting fuel in, like putting buoys and, and anchors out in the dark, trying to get ready, and then I'll call it off. We'll have to bring them in half the time. But we knew it was going to be big that day. And, and um, and yeah, we kind of – it was the first time we had a chat beforehand. So just just do what we need to do today. Like, And we've never had that before. I think that was yeah. the thing that ground us all. Like, oh, we've all backed <laughs> each other, and we know what we're doing. Like, there's no issues. You know, in 15 years, we haven't had too many stuff-ups. Uh, but we knew it was going to be big that day, and, and it certainly certainly was. Um, How did it go down? Did you Did you flip any skis? I'm just trying to remember. So we had a, a certain, a certain new member on the team um, who might head up another podcast uh, oh, yeah. that you mentioned yep. the other day. Yep. <laughs> it was put to us by Sir Vic, and look, he he surfs incredibly well, and I don't want to knock Cahill. Oh, we'll drop name. Whoops. <laughs> Andy Bell Warren. Warren. That's a bit more work. <laughs> I love Cahill. He's awesome. And he, look, he surfs down south, and he surfs extremely well. He's done a lot of time in skis, and he was put on with us, which is cool. So I'm not sure it was that day that. He docked the ski on the rocks <laughs> before it got big, or was the day before? But we'll drop him in it because he didn't mention how I saved his ass on his web on his <laughs> podcast. <laughs> so fuck him. <laughs> so what happened? Oh, it was him and like him with diversity. Him and Julian, uh, Julian and Kelly, and, and me and him around here. And I said, look, grab whoever you want. I don't care, man. Like I'm not, I'm not fussed who I get. So yeah. I think he had Kelly. I took Julian, and and I said, I don't want to tell you like. You've surfed here more. You've grown up here. Yeah, you, you, you surfed more than I have. But just be aware of that rock in there. And he said, right, Owen. He said after he goes, he just saw Kelly's eyes just looking at him, just going, fucking pick me up quicker than you can. And yeah, yeah. He went in over the rock and just dry docked, and I just saw him the, hit the it. rock in the middle of the beach. Yeah, yeah. You call it Nicky Van Dyke head head butted it a number of years ago. A few other yep. people have as well. Pettis, no, who was it? One of the Brazos. Yeah, well, I think it might have been Jaddy, maybe even um, actually Stephanie Single, who's Conor O'Leary's wife. I think she and the Grom Search <laughs> ten years yep. ago ended up on there as well. So, um, yeah, I. I 
I'd never track one of the boys in and follow them in because I back them all in. They know what they're yeah. doing. Yeah. But I, I followed him just in case and uh, saw him just stop and he went over the handlebars oh. and I'm like, oh. that that's not good. <laughs> <laughs> and I watched back on the webcast. It looks like I was 20 seconds out, but I swear I was, I was right there. So I picked up Kelly and... We had a ski with a big hole in it and all the other boys are coming out. And, and, you know, you value your time on the beach. You always watch what's going on, but you like being dry because, yep. you know, like it's their big days in the water. And if it was, I think it was the start of that day. Maybe not. Maybe it was the day before. I'm not sure, but it was definitely that, that contest. And so I had Julian and Kelly. I'm like, oh, it's good. No one will be watching online. It's cool. No one will notice I'm doing double pickup. Yeah, yeah. Two guys here. <laughs> so I was like, I'd drop one off and do like... 150 k's an hour and to get to like the pickup zone of the next guy and then that boys launched the other ski by the end of the, the heat so that was fine and that, that ski was cooked <laughs> i think it's the only ski yeah. you have broken actually so but yeah the big day was um was insane like because richie i think richie might have been the head judge at the, the stage i can't remember they said hey we can do overlapping heats now they've never done that before outside of hawaii hawaii is the only place they've done that and hawaii there's no pickup yeah so like all right you're telling us you need four skis right now which is fine. And normally, like, sometimes we go, I'll take red all day, every heat, or I'll, yep. you know, I'll just, whatever. Like, as long as you, there's no bias there. Like, we're really big on that. And uh, they said, we're going to do overlapping heat. So I said, all right, that's cool. We need four skis running the whole time. Now, we're running the whole day here. We're going to need two fucking skis because it's a marine reserve, right? So we can't just bring them in and, and just refuel on the beach. Yep. They're like, well, you've got to figure it out. We're like, well, figuring out it's out of the marine reserve. I'm not driving in ten foot swell down to Torquay and then coming back in ten yeah. foot swell. Yep. So we had, to we had to navigate that and bring skis off the beach and put them up in. You know, it's Easter. There's ten thousand crew there in the beach. Put them on like trailers. Get them up in the car park. Refuel them. So that was another one of the challenges. We had yeah four skis running all day and. We start going, oh, you'll take... And they had, you know, it's black with red shoulders. Like, yep. you couldn't see shit. It was so <laughs> yeah. far away. Like, it's 10 foot of white water. You're like, oh, I don't want to be in there. And I, I remember having ace on my, on my ski. And I think we punched like 12, 15 waves. I'm like, this is like five minutes. Like, this is like... 10% of his heat I'm not getting him out there and I actually ran up the inside like I'm like I can't get to the outside there I'm just going to run up the inside at Rincon and just punch these five footers yeah. <laughs> and then just punch out that way um, so that was pretty heavy yeah. but yeah it was and then we had like the other thing people didn't see like Tom Curran was being fucking Tom Curran like oh I better be a, a loose weird unit I'll go surf Winky and he like we get calls from people on the, on the cliff going someone's washed in the cave Mark Filipusa <laughs> style down like Winky yeah, so we were down there going to get him like <laughs> And it was just current, just just so current. And then he like he wanted to be like didn't want to be dropped where everyone could see him, so I wanted to be drop it, like the button and surfed another wave. We're like fuck that! But he's you know Rip Curl's boys are ready to pick him up. And, um, there's just all sorts of stuff, you know. That I think John can't like honestly to watch on that webcast that last hour because they've got the skis. Like it would have been the heats would have been you, you couldn't have surfed. Like you would have got one wave, no one could have paddled back out yeah, for sure. And so they wouldn't have had a contest. But if, when you watch the webcast, it's just wave after wave. Like Italo gets washed. He in like he smacks nah, he the end melt, section, huh? like the end of the wave at Bells, but he's like right next to the button because it's so big when he closes out, and then he just ends up lucky it was high tide and getting washed over the button, like over those rocks. And I was when you watch it, he, like he doesn't know where he is. Like he's surfed Winky, he's surfed Bells, but he doesn't know it that well. And like he would have been like he's trying to paddle back out. He should have just gone down the line, but he was just like. Fuck, he would have been freaking out. You know, it's funny, like, it? you know these coaches, right? It's the one percenters for these guys. And I've had a chat to the few on the athletes' deck on, on big days, not that big day. It's like six, eight foot. I said, here's the deal. As soon as it closes, don't fucking kick your board out. Like, ride it for a bit, and we'll pick you up as it dissipates. But if you're sitting in the impact zone, we can't pick you yeah, up, man. Right. Like, so ride out a bit further. I'll get you on, 
by the next wave, and then I can get you around the corner. But if you're sitting there in the impact zone, that's a five, six, five, you know, wave wait time. Yeah. And so we've, I've sort of coached a few of the guys like that. But on that day, like a lot of them didn't know, like, you know, like he ended up in the button there. And for anyone who surfed bells, on top of the rocks, like it just all that energy just concentrates down there. So we had what wasn't seen on webcast because it kind of picked up on there. Like a lot of people were seeing Wyoming a couple of years ago where that big set came in and all the skis just had nowhere to go, just drove up the beach. Yep. We were, I think one of the guys, Byron, was there and we had three or four guys going into like hard zones to pick guys up. You know, as I said, like no one ever backs anyone up because we're pretty good, but there's some spots where like, hey, you need backup just in case. We have two or three guys in there trying to pick someone up. Yeah, it's like a, a competent Nazare, like or Nazare, yeah, well, same sort of thing. Like, like I don't dare it, put myself on the same pedestal as Bell's those guys. Bell's Beach, like yeah. you know, and there's <laughs> well, she got so much energy focusing in there. And oh my god, I punched a few that would have been eight foot breaking, and like there's nowhere to go. And I just held on and just, I just hoped. Like I'm, like, <laughs> I don't have control here. Like this ski's a supercharged thing; it'll get me out of anywhere. But I, I've, I've pushed into the shore. The thing's just rearing up and re- re-going again. And I just hope, like Christ, if I hit it too hard, I'm gone. If I don't hit it hard enough, I'm going backwards. So. Um, yeah, we had like, I think Eli had a melt. Like he got washed down there, and he, he got, got washed down the button. We went over the button to go get him. Like, like literally, the skis going over the button. They pick him up, and then like he immediately gets another wave. Like within, he's straight off off yeah. the ski into a set wave. He comes in on the beach, and then he like literally came up the beach this time. And then he's running back, and he's like waving at the judges, looking for like trying to get the time. Meanwhile, he's he's against Jeremy Flores, who's already like gone back got his own board cracked the shits then like tried to paddle out waving skis down and there's another heat in the water at the same time there's three minutes to go they tell you he was sitting there on the beach then, like during his heat like during his like, heat yeah we're like dude jump on we'll give you a lift out like you don't have priority like and he's just yeah. melting down and and then like three minutes to go and he's like and he's won he's like don't got him comboed pretty much and he just like paddles back out I'm like oh my god these guys are insane he's almost died <laughs> and he's just like oh whatever I'm on again man it, it is some quality quality watching due to like people like you driving skis yeah it was pretty cool it's madness like, I remember that set the set came through I remember all the boys through there <laughs> through the boards we all looked at each other on the skis going alright looks like we're all in there and let's just pick up carnage <laughs> I think Geordie broke a board like, I think Jeremy, that was Jeremy lost yeah. his leggy I think Owen had something go wrong it was just like we're like we just just do what we can do priority judge ratso just sort it out like yeah, it, was, yeah, it, was it was just chaos and it's funny like we um we're down the bottom of the beach so we're no one's we're not even in the athlete zone yeah no one likes to come down there we smell like urine in wetsuits all the time <laughs> like <laughs> yeah, that's, all, that's all it is and um and it's the first time anyone's come down and brought us beers. We had like athlete managers, a couple of surfers came down, and brought us beers. Got crew from Rip Curl, Brick Farris brought us beers. WCL people going, thank you for not killing anyone today. It was, and I remember that night we all went home and I think we were all like, yeah, I'm so buzzed. And then like half an hour later, we were all like fast asleep. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty pretty hectic. So yeah, it was it was it was cool. So what what do you like? What what makes like a, the difference between a good and like you know how do you learn to be a better driver? Like what are you doing out there that's like, what is it to be a driver on a jet ski? Because I, you know, for people who aren't surfers or haven't, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. Like, it's it's funny you watch people on flat water. And yeah. It's just like, and figure eights. Like these things are sick. Uh, for the most part, we just sit there. Yeah. And we got these supercharged things under us, but we can't really do anything. And like, then we'll have to agree on a speed that we are going to pick them up. Um, but on those days, it's it's really just about you know just water awareness and just knowing where you are and it's hectic ocean like, time just ocean time it really is man like, like it really ocean is time. like you know and again i 
I, I am the rookie because yeah. those other guys are a bit older than me. And like you know, Tony Ring is Tony Ring is done. Oh mate, oh that's a skull. Mate, that's a skull in it. Skull of wood. We learnt this in like episode one. No, nah, <laughs> obviously not. Hang over there, you go. <laughs> so look, I, I don't know, mate. Like you couldn't just drive a ski and just go out there and do it. You need to be a surfer and be able to read the ocean and yeah, know true. the waves. Break. You need to know your brake pretty well. Um, as well and you know I drive it in Belito and in South Africa and, and J Bay and I've done a few other ones as well so um, but that's it like I don't think I'm a great driver I guess I am because I haven't messed up too much um, but it's just about knowing water and knowing what your ski can do and reading the situation all the time and yeah true um, yeah and it's funny like we'll sit there we got, I've got group chats with the boys in South Africa and France and, and all over the place and, and you watch those guys in Nazare and you know when they fuck up like anything you sit there going oh I should have done this should have done this but until you're there like you got split seconds decisions it's because yeah, that psycho fuck up in Nazare where they just hit the lip and then just launched into the air and landed on the ski. The guy got like yeah, scorpion that was that little crossover double up thing. Yeah, it was just like because that like that just is a, like, can get a bit unruly when you look on the video and they just you just that split second of being really comfortable in that moment to make the right call. Like that one was like it was trying to get out, obviously, but just fucking peaked up and then well, flew. Well, I mean, a couple of stories like um, the Quickie Pro. We're going back ten years ago now. It went to D Bar because they could go mobile, and one of the drivers there like put the cutoff band which goes in your wrist so the idea is you fall off kills yeah. a ski he just took it off and just put it and wrapped it around the, the handlebar and for those who haven't driven a ski that, the accelerator is like a handbrake that's like, 101 though like yeah, yeah 101 absolutely. You, you wrist thing on yeah. yeah so he fell off and like had it and actually had like it got jammed in between where the brake is like oh, that little shit. gap there so the ski just head out to sea and uh, <laughs> and it's funny. I'm, I'm telling this story. I'm pretty sure it was suppressed pretty heavily by Quickie out of the media and, right. and, and like from legal channels. And it, you couldn't have scripted any better. There's a stand-up paddleboard at, at the end of the groin at D-Bar, and this ski's just just done this moon trajectory Ooh. and just couldn't have nailed him any better and just took him out, broke a femur, oh, like the, during what? the event. Yeah, and like Quick a homing missile. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It was like, oh, this is hectic. So there's stuff like that happen. There's, I know. One year, like mental. Mick, like an event, like one year, Mick and, and Joel, I think, were in a semi, were almost doing step offs. Like they weren't dropping them off, like France, they paddled in, they're almost doing step offs. So, like in the lineup. So, there's a lot of that sort of stuff you got to be aware of. Like, and, you know, our job is to get them out there, not to tow them yeah. in or, or do step offs. Yeah, step well, off. I anyway. drove your ski the other week, and it's, it's fucking weird. Like, I've been drive driven boats and stuff, but just driving the ski, it doesn't react naturally. It's like bloody. You know, you want to go left, you got to go right, you got to lean with it. It's like, that's hard work. I can't imagine doing it. <laughs> Fucking eight At foot pace, ten well, foot bells. It was like two or three foot when we uh, when we drove the skis around the lineup, and you and punching over those waves, like you got to, it's a completely different beast because they're round. It's like a bullet going through you. You like, you almost don't trust that it floats like a boat. You got a big bow yeah. in front of you. You're like, you've got to punch through, but they do float. But you'd want to be get, able to get the angles right. Yeah, angles practice speed. That that and they go so fucking fast. Like there is this is supercharged. It's like fucking ridiculous. Yours goes like 110 k's an hour. Yeah. Like, mate, there is no reason to be on this this fucking watercraft, not knowing what you're doing, just punching 110 k's. Like, the water becomes concrete. It's like, yeah, that's not not right. Yeah, too quick. Now, you know we're actually missing the tennis at the moment. It's um we we're live on the. Oh. 
Live the uh, who's playing? I just I, it the doesn't Aussies even matter. The, same, the doubles and Ash Barty. Well, the Aussies no. won the doubles because it was Aussies versus Aussies. Ash Barty won, and the the men's is on live now, which we're missing. But it just occurred to me, like I don't know who's in it, but they're just a tennis players, just massive nerds. Like Medvedev, have you ever seen these guys? And like um, Novak Djokovic, like they just look like massive nerds to me. They're one dimensional, like, like a lot of them, aren't they? Like yeah. they're kind of robots. Like they, uh, they're just nerds that do, like picked up a racket or something. But it's the shit is not, like there's fucking is something it, wrong is with tennis. tennis. Shit. Oh, What's something, wrong with it? Well, because it can be the hundredth best in the world at something, and you just you, it, you can hardly make money. Yeah, like, that's the worst sport. If you ever anyone's got kids, fuck tennis off. Like it's rubbish. It's like, rubbish. He, I was talking to this guy. He was like 120. <laughs> and he's like, I can't make a living. I'm like. 120 in the world. Like, imagine yeah. 120 with the best in the world, like a six more. That, you do that soccer, fucking load it. Well, let's bring, let's bring yeah. back to surfing. There's guys um, who are yeah, in the top 44 true. who aren't making a living. This yeah. is the same thing, but at least surfing's a good sport. And <laughs> <laughs> not for oh, what, what, I'm, like, I'm like five, I'm like a billionth in the world. Still love it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Hey, um, can I, if I can just, I know, how do we segue into tennas? So it doesn't matter. Is that because no, I went for a piss? You, you went for a like, piss yeah, and yeah, I feel no, time. Because the, the tennis is on. <laughs> the tennis oh, is right. on. Yeah, I was just wondering who wins and then well, who was winning and then I didn't really give a shit because well, they're just massive nerds At the risk anyway. of making myself look too good, if I can yeah. like bring in a self-deprecating story. Are you, Please, you okay with that? Mate, you, is that a one off the wood style? You, mate. You can tell whatever you want. it down in your notes. Have you got any notes, Gilly? Yeah, I've got I've got heaps of notes. Wuhan water. All right, good. Viral um, bottles be the sickest cunt you yeah, can. That's right. <laughs> Maybe I drank a couple before. <laughs> we got given uh, Sea-Doo um, jet skis one year or Wave Runners or Wave Runners or Yamaha's Sea-Doo, what are they, watercraft. And yep. um, they're all electronic and designed for a lot of flat water people. So you kind of plug in this uh, this key and it goes beep beep and codes up. Yeah, good. But then when you do that, they don't want them to have supercharged. So as soon as you squeeze on, you you're doing Mac 10. So you've got to go through a bit of a computer scroll system, press a few buttons to get it from like touring mode to sport mode. So they gave us these suitors to try out one year. We're like, yep, yeah, cool, no dramas. And like, we'd push them out. You got to push in the shore at Bells, which is, you know, it's a steep shore going down and then you kind of, you know, confronting. It's basically a sand ramp to, really a, to a fucking yeah. wall of white water. And so if you've yeah. just done a six, seven hour shift and you've just got changed your dry, like you have to push someone in, you don't really want to get wet again, so everyone pushes you for a bit, then disappear like <laughs> yeah, yeah. you know, like that that parent trying to get away from the water, and you're like left with this 400 kilo ski trying to push it out. And so I've jumped out and sort of started the thing, and I've just heard beep. I'm like, you fucking bastard, and it just didn't code up, didn't recognise the key because they're all magnetic now and sucked up all this carbon from from the sand. So I've like blown, I put it in, beep, it started. Like, oh. Thank goodness, started. I've got a three, four foot shorey coming at me and it's gone touring mode. I'm like, fuck you. I'm like squeezing <laughs> this thing like as hard as I can. It's like, it's got a lag before it takes off and I nearly rolled the thing in the shorey and I'm like, oh man, like put the wind up me and pressed about 15 buttons of sequence into sports mode. Thought we we're all good. And then uh, later on that day, I thought I was done with my shift and then, uh, you know, we'd gone into, I think three man or three man heats or something where we didn't do toe assist. I'm like, yes, I'm done. I've done five, six hours in the wedding. I'm exhausted. Let's get in and, have a wee finally and get some food and they said oh scotty you're the rookie can you come grab a photographer i'm like oh for fuck's sake but as a rookie i had to say yes you know it was only my eighth year doing it so <laughs> took, took it literally grabbed her and found a wife well I, yeah spot on i said yeah. i was at the guy one of the girl ones. i said go on said all right cool no drama yeah. anyway um i went to pick uh you know yes as you alluded to earlier, i'm not how sure how much you earlier on is, is the uh the photographer the tour kirsten who's now my wife and uh, went in and the, sur the shorey surges up quite a fair bit. So I've 
gone super cool, come in hard, like with a push on the shore, you've got six to eight seconds to, you know, in that sort of water before it sucks back out. Yeah. Come in hard, hit reverse, squared it around, just basically step on, like just smooth as. Yeah. Easter Monday, 10,000 people watching the beach, <laughs> yeah. you know, like I was looking pretty cool right in front of the tower where the boys can see. Kirst gets on with her water housing and her flippers and she's flapping around. She's never really got service like this before and... She's faffing. I'm, look, I'm looking <laughs> at the service like this before. No, no. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, yeah. I'm really focused on that. <laughs> and then uh, I'm getting sucked out. What? Yeah. Out. Well, Jeez, not off. Him. Out. Him. Out. <laughs> I wonder if she'd be carrying your wife. <laughs> Curse. Don't listen to this. <laughs> yeah. <show. laughs> and um, yeah. 2,000 people. And she oh, wasn't my. holding on, and I just had to like just squirt to get out of there. <laughs> That's a term we use when you accelerate something. You squirt. Everyone's squirting around the place. Yeah. Gee, this story took a bit of a double entendre turn, didn't it? Yeah. And uh, anyway, she disappeared. She wasn't there. Oh, she's gone. And Shit. I left her behind. Punched the wave and, and got washed back, and then she just didn't surface. And I'm like, I'm like, <laughs> it's just froth she's everywhere. Froth all over. And uh, yeah, I thought she'd kind of, you know, got caught in the impeller with her hair and was sucked underneath oh, the, the ski and I couldn't find her. And and then, um, yeah, I'm like, here I am trying to be cool and I've got this and I'm nailing it, this this hot chick. And then, um, and then she got rolled right at the beach almost into the audience, into the crowd. <laughs> and, like, my radio lit up. It was like the ski boys who watch everything. And then even the judges, I think, like Richie's like, uh, water patrol to, to Scotty, just sort out what you're doing down there. <laughs> and then, you know, Stop she, squirting. Uh, yeah. yeah. And Sean Doherty gave me shit over, the like, the PA. And I just, like, just felt horrible, which was fine. I just moved on with it. Like, trying to be cool in front of this chick didn't work so well. And then, like, I think we went to the – might have gone to the chicks. And then – Sally Fitz came out and I said, oh, good luck, Sal. And and she's like, just you concentrate what you're doing. Don't fucking hurt that chick. I'm like, oh, man. Like, so <laughs> she's like clearly not focused except yeah. on what I'm doing. So everyone saw it. So that was kind of oh, my, my moment of, of not greatness. Um, but it worked out okay. Things ended up in the end. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah all right. You okay. apologised. Did she get back out there and get some photos? She did. She did. Yeah, yeah. 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 Things just turned out swimmingly. Well played. Yeah, yeah. nice, nice. Yeah. Tied that in beautifully. Like that. Like just that. neatened it up a little bit because <laughs> we went a little sideways. <laughs> yeah, mate, that went totally, but that was that. Look, this went where it needed to go. I think. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, good as. Um, are you, are you been on mountain bikes lately? Not my thing. Not like, your thing. Just because if you fall, it's different to water. Uh, yeah, it's. I just love my clavicle mate, too I much. Know. I'm, yeah. I'm like five weeks into a mountain biking injury. Yeah, you've been. They're huge the down here. Everyone does it down here. Yeah. I know Tassie, it's huge. Yeah, West Oz is big. But everyone talks about injuries. It's like that's the most fucking annoying thing. I reckon sometimes you talk about what happens. It's like, oh, you get injured, you get injured, then you fucking get injured. Don't yeah. talk about it. Won't happen. But I, uh, I fell off my mountain bike and just hurt my elbow. Well, can I just check in? I've just said I. I'm not my thing. Too scary. You ride fucking bulls, was <laughs> like did, so. Yeah. Yeah, I did. Bikes are nothing. Like, well, I, I went so, mountain sorry, biking. Sorry, don't want to bring you down, Gilly. Like <laughs> you're a madman. My, my, I'm pretty crazy, dude. You know. <laughs> but there's a thing like bull riding. One contest, finite. It ends. It's over. Like mountain biking, you get through one scary bit and it keeps coming. Yeah. And it And it's like that for anyone like you and I, Gilly. Like you're excited and you just keep pushing. And once you get that yeah. one track dialed. You go to the next one. Just you go to, to clarify, the next one. are you saying bull riding is, is less or more scary than mountain biking? Mountain biking is scarier for sure. Wow. Mountain biking is scarier than bull riding. Because bull riding is like, 
the analogy I make is skateboarding. You put your mum on a skateboard, put her at the top of a small ramp and make her drop in. She's going to kill herself. She's going to break her neck, hurt something. She won't be able to do it. But once you know how to skateboard, you set yourself at the top of a small ramp, you drop in, you go up back and forth. It's easy. And it's like once you know what you're doing True. in bull riding, once you know what to expect and you lean into it and you, and you do the things, you know where to eject and how to get out. And it's not scary because you control a lot of that. But your mum on a skateboard at the top of a ramp is controlling zero. And that's what it is. True. So to people that don't know bull riding and haven't ridden a bull, you know, yeah, it's scary because they don't know what just to be expect scared of or what the they're bull. doing. But they're like, right. So I, I, think it, I think people at home are like me going, this guy must have sustained a fucking brain injury. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And he's trying to yeah, sell us the bull so riding. actually. I don't know where you... My shoulder, we're swimming days. My shoulder's a bit <laughs> sore. I'm like, oh, the bull, yeah, but it's pretty mountain biking, you know. That's... <laughs> Like, what but was the analogy? Your mum can ride bulls? Is that no, yeah, hey, mum, mate, mum, we got out of bum on a bull. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But they, um, but the, the mountain biking thing, and when I was riding the other day, bull riding, you like you have to retrain your instincts. Is like when things get crazy, you got to punch forward. You you step up off your inside of your legs, like you you push off the bull with your hand and you lean forward over the front, and you've got a, what they call posting. So you reach out over the front, and it's like okay, bulls, I've sat down, they've kicked. And then they're going to leap forward, but you've got to push and leap and match it and go. So it's like, okay, things get scary. And I'm on the mountain bike and it's like, all right, punch forward, punch forward. And I was like, no, it's completely the opposite on a mountain bike. It's like, back there, yeah? it's all, it's all back yeah, and, right. it, and you got to go with it. But you, yeah, you push the bike, like your, your ass is on over the back wheel and, you know, cause it's facing down and you want to be steep, but on when you, yeah, riding bulls, you want to be forward. So the first couple of runs, I was like, well, this is scary. And like instincts were to go over the handlebars. But once I figured that out, it was all right. It's good when it's good we though. Did, we did three laps up Arthur's seat from Brad's place. That's like cool. up the guts, back down, straight up it again. Like we had to push at some points. It was so steep. And then a third go, it was like 30 degrees on Australia Day. I was absolutely fucked at the end of it. But man, it was, it was exciting. And like, I think I... I can ride bikes, I've ridden bikes for forever, but it was like, yeah, that was the edge of my comfort zone. I hadn't ridden a mountain bike in two years and they put me down blue and black runs on Arthur's seat. like, And, you know, big drops like this into rocks in the corners and you just like, you know, in your head commit. It's it, like surfing or something. You, if you're like, oh, I'm going to get hurt, you're going to get hurt. Or I don't want to drop into this wave. You're not going to drop into it. you got to be like, we on, like, boom, Get the, it's in the mindset, you know? It's funny, I've been getting motor sport a little bit lately, and uh, Davey Reynolds <laughs> sort of said he thinks the best motor racers are the dumbest, because they're the ones breaking a bit fucking later, because they're not weighing up the risks. Yep. And I've certainly seen it in, in surfing a fair bit, some guys like, you know, I was at Borley Point, for anyone who knows up in the south coast, that thing's fucking insane. Um, Billabong Nine Lives, back in the day, they sort of surfed there with Shane Doran and those guys. It's just this dry reef slab, like... And I saw, you know, Paul Morgan, this other guy, just get just destroyed in eight mils of water of eight foot, ten foot, and they just got ragdolled. And they just walk back out and go, oh, that was pretty heavy. I'm like, you <laughs> yeah. really died. This is a bit where you go, <laughs> you this is not okay. Died. This is the same like, description as yours, like bull riding. It's like, you just get used to this shit, I swear. Like, you want it. You want that. <laughs> he's like, that must be so... And they, whenever I hear someone describe like a wipeout of these massive waves, like, yeah, it's kind of like getting hit by a truck. And getting punched in the face, <laughs> and while it's all trying to pull yourself apart, you're like, "Fuck, that just sounds shit." And then they're like, "Yeah," but then we go again, like, because you got to like beat it the next time, you know. But they're just not thinking; it's different. It's funny, like <laughs> they're not thinking. You're I right. work with youth a lot, and you know, there's there's you know, mental health, and I don't want to knock it at all. It is pretty rife, and some of those kids will catastrophize 
things that, that aren't a massive deal, yeah. you know, in my mind, right? But for them, it is. Yeah. So I'm like, something that might be massive for them and real downy, like, dude, like, well, let's get some perspective. And perspective is such a great grounder. It's like, <laughs> let's go and do crazy mountain bike trail, ride a bull, tow into crazy waves, like, deal right. with that. Like, the shit that you're just talking about, because eight friends unfriended you or someone said that you're fucking ugly on, on social media, like, that's, that's so irrelevant. You. Like, yeah. oh my God, that can become irrelevant when you get some perspective and actually do something a bit wild. And I think, you know, us all with, with similar interests and probably a lot of the people listening too, like, it's, it, by doing that stuff, you're alive and I think you're better and healthier for it. Like, people go, oh, you're fucking mad. Like, well, you're not. It's actually really good for you. Walking through the bush, talking to yourself, finding a waterfall, that's, catching a fish. Absolutely. Like, man, like, that, that's achievement. That That's like, that's what's real, I reckon. Challenging yourself. And like, challenging yourself in that way of like, this is, because I think, man, life's too, sometimes I just think it's too easy. Oh, like we, mate, I'm with you. You're sitting in fucking houses oh, and it's like you go to work and you need something to piss and moan about. Like, too hot. life's fucking easy. Oh, it's cold, too... get dirty. Yeah, get fucking get cold, get everywhere. dirty. Yeah, just march flies. Just let them fucking bite you. Yeah. <laughs> just get out there. Get naked. Get naked. <laughs> shirt cocking. Just shirt cocking around. Just, just get some sh- marchies on my shirt cocking. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, you should be shirt cocking down the march flies. Just <laughs> yeah. whack them off your dick. Yeah. I was trying to be cool before I got nailed by two in a row and I was like, you know, so hanging out with his friend. I was like, oh, nah, it's all right. You hey, know. Gilly, how's that was going? Remember he had two <laughs> marchies on his dick? Yeah. What a <laughs> sick guy. I love that guy. He's a legend. He's so much better than Crazy dude. Have I shown you the photo of... Uh, of my nuts after I got stomped <laughs> quite a bull. Like, I'll show you a photo later. But uh, uh, Hopefully uh, most people whose who's mates are, start with that. Have I shown you a photo of my nuts? <laughs> the following, the answer yeah, should yeah. be pretty similar. Yeah. Yeah. No, I would no. thought. I'll show you now if you want. No, but uh, it's just, uh, they turned yeah. purple after getting stood on uh, uh, by a bull. Yeah, and they, uh, that's sick. <laughs> I reckon we should all go and do Didn't it. Didn't you say your, your mum could do it? We'll get Robin out there. Get her bull right. I've learnt since then. Don't get on the skateboard, Robin, but ride the fucking bull. You didn't, it's all perspective. You didn't grab. You didn't go with the default grab protect. No, no. What happened? I, I got stood on the outside, so it actually just bled into the loose skin areas, and I had this purple half chub that oh, cool. I was rocking for yeah, probably nice. two weeks. Oh, that's. It cool. was weird though. The, like it was literally like two thirds of my dick, two two thirds of my dick. Uh, you know, for those who can't see, there's obviously the oral medium, the visual medium. Warren's making about yeah, a one inch. Two thirds. It was just purple, and then it stopped at a line. And that bit was like half chubbed, and then it had like the flaccid helmet hanging like off the end. I had a half chub for like two weeks. I showed everyone at work. It was hilarious. I feel like that could like be funny. like a, almost a delicacy in, say, like Japan yeah, or something. Yeah, it looked like, like, it looked like a like... sea cucumber. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Something like that. Just nice. a little slug. Purple slug. The purple yeah. worm ferret. That's <laughs> that's good for you. That's what that is. Yeah. Hardening up. Makes you stronger. That's real issues. You know, these yeah. kids need yes. to be like, this is an issue. Yes. You know, people unfollowing you because you've got a pimple. Not an issue. Get a half job, <laughs> a purple half job. Come get, get out of the hot ways, find yourself a waterfall. Now, Gilly, as a co-host, you need to get us back in somewhere else because we can't. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's really hard to segue anywhere. From yeah. There. So well, let's see. What do you got for what us? Do you got on it? What do you got on on your notes here? Wise? I mean, I, I got none. I, notes, I'm, I've got out. I want to know um, about. Have you surfed wave pool? Yes, many times, and it's ironic that oh. I haven't surfed. I'll go. I went. I think I went six weeks without surfing here. Surf the wave pool and gone another six weeks without surfing down here. So I'm driving yes. an hour and a bit, paying eighty dollars to surf semi crowded waves. <laughs> now, yeah, <laughs> with some order. <laughs> you know, we, we talk about perspective and grounding too. Like every time I've gone there, um, 
you know, there's guys who've driven down from the south coast of New South Wales, flown in from somewhere in yep. Oz, and you're like, oh, actually, I don't have to drive an hour up the road. That's pretty good. We've got a mate who's got an algorithm that looks at their booking system, so he can actually see the back end and see what the bookings are. So it's we the can sort book. of mate you need with that sort of shit. Yeah, well, I'm one <laughs> mate away. I'm yeah, one yeah, mate away good. from that Look, mate. I can give it out to him. We, you know, on a women of prayer, we can go, hey, there's two guys on the left or on this one, and you book in last minute and, and get out there with sort of no one. But um, it is, it's cool. Um, it's really cool for those who haven't been there like the Waypool and Tullamarine so it's, it's urban surf urban surf um, one of the outcomes they got from it it's really unique for those who haven't surfed it um, is you know the, the, the surf is typified like this machoism there, there's definition by how good you are how local you are there's all these hierarchies how deep you can take off for sure peak, yeah. um, and then you go there and like all that bravado and, and that status is, is disappears because you know that I'm not fighting you because I've got my wave locked in. No one's taking it off me. Yeah. So everyone's just become mates, and um, which is sick. So you're like, you're hooting like people you don't even know. Like th- there isn't yeah, that right. sound off it. So it's a really cool thing. And, and chat to the guys who sort of run it, they've sort of said that they didn't factor that or it didn't forecast as a, as a thing. So that's yeah. that's a pretty cool sick outcome. You come out and like you're mates with all these guys. Change that, the, the democracy of yeah, surfing. Yeah, the, sure. the, so the, the pecking order. It, yeah. It's really cool in that, that instance. I have surfed it. Uh, so there's 12 waves in a set. I have surfed with less than 12 guys. And going, this is sick. I'm getting every wave and every set. And you, I'm exhausted. Like you are paddling. There's a bit of a rip in there. Like you get exhausted. So like I actually don't mind like when you get 15, 16, where you actually get, you know, yeah, like you surf six sets and then have one off. Yep. Um, I don't surf that well in it. I, I, I like, I don't like paddling in. I like popping really quick. Like I like hitting the lip and I just find myself trying to, do what I want to do rather than reading the wave fluidly. Yeah. I think I'm getting older. I think so it's bit, like skate park. I'm like, all right, I want to do this. Premeditating yeah. a bit more than you do in the ocean. For sure. But yeah. that said, like, you know, like how often do you get barrels? Like, particularly down here, like the waves wrap around the Polar Bay here. You don't that, get barreled here. You don't. You got bird rock and there's yeah. the local guys surf that. I don't surf it a whole lot. Like, there's not a whole lot of barrels here. So you can refine your barrel riding. That That's pretty cool. The, um, so I've booked in for have next you Friday. No, because nah, oh, right. when I was here... A couple of years ago, it was just pre-opening, and I'd like got there. Actually, no um, bloke who who set it all up, but the, the, we like went in, gave him a call. He's like, "Come drop in, and see." And it, the waves were going through, but they weren't surfing. Yeah. And then so we had a look, and then when I came back in July, it was closed down for yeah, COVID, maintenance and yeah, stuff. Yeah. Right. And I was like, "Now," so I booked in for next Friday, and I'm I'm frothing on it, like it's it's coming up. But I had this dream after I booked in, I was like, "Fuck, this is exciting." And I woke up in the morning, and I was like, was dreaming about. The wave pool, and I was like, I was there, and I was like, I had to choose a board, and I was like, had a bit of a mare, and then I was like, I'll go no leggy. I was like, shit, I'll get my wetsuit, and then all of a sudden I'm in the water, and I didn't have a wetsuit on, I've forgotten to put it on, <laughs> so I'm so I'm there like in my speedos, no wetty, no leggy, and then I like kind of got out. <laughs> And then, then I lost the board. Like, I'll so go no swimming. leggy is the weirdest part. Like, I'll go no leggy so my board washes in. Yeah. It's like, and I lost the board and it washed in and then it, it broke. So I had to go get another one. And then the system to get boards was like this vertical scrolling screen. And they're all mid-lengths. And I was pushing this button. These mid-lengths were just coming down. And I finally found a board. And I got that out there. Gained no leggy. And I get out. And then I, as I'm paddling into my first wave... The, the machine turns off. They're like, and we're done. Game Thanks over. for your session. And the clock was ticking down. And that was my nightmare. And I woke up to it and I was like, holy fuck. Like I was in this place where you can get waves on tap, perfect waves, and they're there. And there's, you know, you can pick whatever board you wanted. And like, what a fucking dream. Imagine this place. Holy shit. But I didn't actually surf a wave. I'm like, fuck. I imagine in that dream if I surfed a wave. And then I'm like, then it clicked. I was like, I'm actually going to dreamland. Yeah, like yeah. I'm going there. You are. And I'm going to surf wave and I'll wear a leggy. 
Like I'm and a wedding. I'm gonna wedding up. Man, you'll, you'll have a board. But probably. I couldn't believe it. I was like, it's literally a dream to think, oh, that would be so cool. Like we probably thought about it years ago, surfing, like just perfect waves. I wish it was two foot bigger. And I'm like, I can't believe I'm actually going to do it. Well, that, I remember they brought the concept out because I was in a chairman role with Surf and Vic. Yeah. And so we had a lot of government people in, like independent people pitching to us. They want to do one here in town to really add that. You know, they want to do one here. They want to, yeah, yeah. Still? Uh, I think it's gone now. I think the boat's sort of gone. But yeah. who knows, down the track. Um, it's all about land too, right? Like, Yeah. need a lot of land for it. Um, but the way they pitched it initially was at, at Docklands and it was going in you know, looking at the city. Like, yep. Funny thing is, like dickheads, like architects, looks great, concept idea. That is actually, if it's on shore down here in a southwest, that's also on shore. So you need to spin it around. Yeah. And so it's southwest down here. Like everyone will be heading up to it. Yep. Um, but it's it's cool. I look forward to hearing how, what you think about well, it. Like we're really fortunate to have it. It's, it's, it's just different. It's cool. It's just something else. Like it's... Um, it's yeah, it's. I want to know the boards to choose because I've nah, got. There's so much talk on that, right? Like, but I've I've got a six six nah. twenty with channels that I'm like one board I bought with me on holidays. What, so I'm like going to rental. I'm going to go rent a board. What settings you? Uh, I've got advanced and then advanced turns cool. an hour later. Yeah. So on like, the right. Yeah, right. It's so yeah, funny. Fuck, like, fuck on left. No one goes left. Like no one goes left here in Vico because there's no lefts, right? Yeah. So the lefts are always empty. Yeah. Um, it's cool. It's it's. it's so, so what boards would you ride? Like, I just ride five eleven most of the time. Yeah, but would you go up or down or like you want? I don't want to go. You get into every wave, so there's no issue with foam. Yeah. So you can ride something real thin. Yep. Um, but then for me, I want to hit the lip, but there's no lip there. Like the difference between yeah. the lip. And the shoulder, like it's a, a foot, you know, it's just yeah, okay. one foot you're out in the shoulder. Otherwise, you're hitting the lip and, and but then you're free falling. I've kind yeah, of got in know. my head that I want a swallow tail. Like, I don't want to squash. Like, I want something swallow, get on a rail quick, straight out of it. But like a bit of fun or a bit of like width around the tail. Like, I don't know why, but that's what I've got. And maybe I'm going to go an inch shorter or something, but... Yeah, see what everyone else like, go go early and watch what everyone else has. Well, like, I'm on people... six a.m. I couldn't get early. Oh no, no one's serving. <laughs> I'm first up. Go real early. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, I've got yeah. a shed full of boards. You can grab one there if you want and just see what you want. I yeah, five eleven. It's fine. There's some guys who are to the point now where they're getting custom, yeah, pool boards and stuff. Yeah, but um, but is it like epoxy in the pool because you want it to float more? Because it's if it's fresh water. Uh yeah, and there's all that sort of thinking. But you wouldn't uh, want to go something long. You get in no matter yeah. what. Like you paddle yeah. in the same spot. Yep. So I'm the sort of the guy like loves eight explosive paddles to get in yeah. like, airdrop as opposed to long paddles in. The hardest thing is you're looking at this wall, you hear it coming. Yeah. It's it's eight meters in front of you and like you're not seeing a wave. Like that yeah. just blows your mind. Your whole life is surfing, you're looking out to sea and you're And you're reading. paddling to the point. To, you, to you're to making the spot. a decision like that. It's on you. But they've got flags there, so now so you know where to, to take yep. off. So you, you can't really get it too wrong and you're pretty sorted. Yep. And on and when you take off, like I've been watching a bit of footage of it, it seems like you don't want to take off on 45 and do a big long bottom turn because you'll miss the, the section. Shoulder. Yeah, But at the same time, you don't want to take off straight, land on the toe side rail, come flying up and try to blast the lip. Okay. It's, it's halfway between probably both of but those What things. about like a bit of a stalling takeoff when you, so like paddling and a bit slower? It depends where it is or, and, and that's a cool thing. So you'll get yeah. the advanced bit in the first half will be yeah. advanced with turns and then halfway through that session it changes, the takeoff spot changes, it starts barreling more. Right. So, so it depe oh, depends yeah. on like the session has like Fuck, two parts. I've got research to do. Yeah. <laughs> I need to watch some live streams. I'll pay money for this. And like it's, like if anyone hasn't been, like it's, it's, 
I think about it, like if I it was in New South, I said to my mates, if it was in New South Wales and Sydney, I'd I'd fly up, do like session. Yep. And I've had chatted with people who've flown in, done it like a six a.m., then at eight a.m. had brekkie in the city, come down, surf bells for a couple of hours, and then done like the four o'clock and the six o'clock and gone home. Like, yep. that's a sick day. Like that's yeah. that's like an Indo. <laughs> The guy, yeah, boys from right. WA, or one of the blokes had his Bucks party over there. Yeah. And they so they flew in and there's a lot of mates from Sydney. So everybody came to Melbourne, neutral ground, met there and then, yeah, surfed the pool for a session, like booked it out to themselves. Like for the, yeah, that, and then that would be so good. That's a sick idea. Yeah. And like, we've got money these days. Why not? The hey, three of us. Heaps of cash. Like, no bought, fucking we, yeah. the Wuhan. Have we shouted the Wuhan water? Yeah. The Wuhan water is showing us money. Have we shouted the pool out enough to get a free gig? No. Yeah, no. <laughs> Surely. Yeah, the, the, there's a few listeners. No, nah, so you like, bag Jimmy. Man, Jimmy. Do you know Jimmy? No. Oh, Do you look, want? I've, are I've, you free to talk freely about Jimmy? Yeah, talk- are they in a domestic violence relationship? It's a funny one. It's what? Jimmy did. What did Jimmy did down journalism. So yeah. So he um, that's his jam. He he loves it and he does all the commentary and stuff like that. Yeah. It's because funny. Like I gotta say that we're gonna do webcast stuff. Yeah. But don't do any of it here. Don't do beach or anything. Um, he loves it. That's his his thing, and he does the research. Kale's a smart boy. Like he is. Kale's not dumb. But he's he, got the he's, yarns. He doesn't need to write it down and nah. think about it. It's in there, and it's coming. It comes out legit. And it's funny you say it though. It's worked well. I've been going four years. I like it. I listen. It's one of the few I, podcasts other than off the wood. Yep. That, the, one, of the wood, yeah. one of the wood that I listen to. Um, but I agree that it's a really interesting dynamic uh, with those boys on there. Yeah, and they've sure. got Harry Mann on now. Has is good. Has is has is good because we've got the surf stories and like and that that's what's cool about the. You know, you listen to those guys and Kale's like insights because they're talking to surf coaches or he's coaching people yeah, yeah. through things and you can actually get that insight that you don't get on a webcast or like, oh, Kelly Slater scores this on his wave. Like you get the back of the scenes, what's going on, what boards they're doing, what they're thinking about. What I don't so mind that's is... That's what's like. Like... You know, here I was sitting as a podcast trying to bag other podcasts. And <laughs> yeah, yeah, not, not bagging podcasts, to be yeah. fair. I love Lipped. Good. but just Jimmy's a cunt. Uh, <laughs> like... Yeah, the other boys, I love Vaughn Blakey. You know, oh, Jed yeah. Smith is almost, for me, that old 90s. Oh, how good are bongs? How good's marijuana? <laughs> yeah. Fucking oh. But like, it's actually okay to be smart and be a surfer too. Like, yeah. So, Kale's but, but a Jetty's surfer, but he's actually articulate and smart. Jimmy's trying to really play that smart line, the real journalistic line. So but Jetty's that, like, he's, you know, the, the delinquent and jokes around, but he's, like, vocabulary and his articulation of a story yeah, and the way he can present it. Because, you know, He's I've a bit like Russell Brand, isn't like, he? He's a delinquent, yeah. but actually quite smart. But yeah. I hate he just plays that whole bong-head fucking Western Sydney thing. Yeah, like, but you've got to play a demographic, you know? Yeah, true. You know, I've got to drop a few C-bombs on the potty every week to keep people listening. Yeah, we've got Have quotas. I? We've got quotas. No, no. Oh, you've, you've said one at least, I reckon. I, I, we've we've we got quotas. Yeah, we shut the door. Enough. I think that was enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> shut the door so you could drop the C-bomb. <laughs> yeah. My kids are asleep. They're crazy. Grom is asleep. No, the wave pool, I'm, I'm pumped on it though. Have you surfed at Gilly? You haven't? I surfed the one in the UK. What? Actually, oh, Bristol. The Wave Garden one. Oh, man. Yeah, Don't was... they close that every, every now and oh, so like, all cold. the time? It's fucking cold. <laughs> well, that's, yeah. So without jet taking your... I did it here in between lockdowns last year. Crew were in like hoods, gloves, myself included, booties. Yeah. And like people were getting out 45 minutes. Like they paid 80 bucks and this is fucked. I'm not getting any... Mate, my takeoff time was two to three minutes just to get to my feet. Like it's so hectic <laughs> yeah. when it's cold. Like it, yeah. it get, I think it gets down to 10 here. Yeah. Like it's it's bad. It's, it's so right. you're saying like oh, the same thing. in the UK, yeah. Just, but that... Like just need a little heater. Just throw the heater in there. Just board shorts in the. Just a little bit, you know. Take just the, a little heat. Take the ice off it, you know. But uh, yeah, they must have to shut. Like it's in Bristol, outside of Bristol. Icy um, place. Oh, thanks, mate. But they're doing cool. Like they're doing cool thing around. Like, yeah, a bit of work, huh? 
<laughs> yeah. like mental health and stuff. So it's like it's a sick way to get they get like um, people disadvantaged or like whether they've got they suffer from cancer and they bring all the kids together and they run the kids in the pool because it's super like it's pretty safe, like, it's relatively safe. Um, so here's something to think about. There are apparently now this is not valid at all. There are apparently in Australia upwards of ten people, private people, who've got non-disclosure agreements who have private wave pools on their properties. People what? don't know about the not in Australia. Pub- yep, not open to public. They've been made by any number of Wave Garden or uh, Will Weber, his one, or Slater, or one of the other right. companies who've who've made their own ones. I've heard from a few people that yeah, upwards of ten and like full. Like if you've got a wave pool, right, you're not making a deal because people at Google Earth and that, and then there's like trespassing issues and all that sort of stuff. But apparently, there's a whole about ten. Upwards of ten people who've got their own private ones. Like that's so cool to think of that. That's where we're getting to, right? That's like, what you do with money, isn't yeah, it? If you have like, property, right? Save a few Lamborghinis. Like what's fifty mil? Bang, a wave pool. Well, it'd be Done. interesting to know what the cost, like the operating thing, would be. Obviously, the, the yeah, power. You only power. when but you're like, surfing it. That's all right. You don't have it running twenty four hours a day. Windmill, little fucking setup. A windmill setup. Oh, here we right. go. Yeah. Wind power. Killing. <laughs> Killing. Well, I was, t- I was talking to this bloke the other day, and his his boss is loaded. And he's like, he's got an eighteen, like a massive house somewhere. He's got an eighteen hole golf course on his property. A, yeah, that has a greenskeeper. <laughs> I'm like, wow. I'm like, mate, fuck off. Like, like of all the things, like that is just fuck off money. Like, if you're gonna have a greenskeeper and an eighteen, hole. apparently he had nine, and then like didn't feel like that was enough so not I put enough nine. get boring I can see a nine and get boring yeah and then like he well, you know obviously it's a, that's the wank area of life but then he brings all these corporate crew in there for an annual like golf comp I, <laughs> I can't empathise with those sort of stories at all like <laughs> outrageous oh that is wave pool though it's, it's such a cool thought that, that'd it? be sick to have in your backyard no doubt yeah it's such a well even that what's interesting that, that one up in the Sunshine Coast because yeah. Kelly had his one they had that one and Kelly's hasn't got up for whatever reason, and they've got that one. It's been going for a while, but they haven't opened up the public. Like it's super interesting. Ke- Kelly's, which one? Kelly had one up the Sunshine Coast too. He was the I circle, think, the donut one. The, no, that's not his. That's, oh, he had his own was, one up there too. It was all resort concept. I don't know what happened to it. Right, back six, seven, eight it years got ago. Built? No, no it didn't get got built. concept like yeah, hotel right. stage. I don't know it was permits, land. I don't know what the deal was. Um, I'm sure someone listening is probably going, no, you're full of shit or... No, no, you say it with confidence. Fuck the listeners. Thank you. Yeah, that's what happens. They won't tell us. Or they will tell us we won't listen. And um, so like he... Yeah, he was like... He apparently got his one. But that one that's there, that circle one, whatever it's called. Yeah. um, That's like they haven't opened that up yet, which is interesting. It's been running for quite a while. Have they got OH&S issues or is it like... That that breaks down. Like that's got to be a lot of pressure, that plungy one. Oh, yeah. The one... That, that, I think, like, if you listen to Andrew Ross talk about Wave Garden Tech, he's like, yeah. that plunger is one fail point. So if that fucks up, it's all, yeah, everything's yeah, yeah. bad. And then to change the waves, they've got to change the bathymetry, like change the bottom of it, which is emptying a massive lagoon. And I reckon the third problem with that is the fetch. Like, you know, at, at um, the wave pool, it still gets ripply if, it, if it's on shore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's a really small diamond-shaped lagoon. Yes. Whereas... The fetch on that is huge, so it's going to be onshore. And the only footage you've seen of that one in your poon is when it's dead glass. Yeah, yeah, you've never yeah. seen it a little bit choppy. So I, I just think Wave Garden is Tech true. is like the go because they've got, you know, if one of their funnels that produces waves, if there's 30 of them or something, if one or two or three fuck up, they can still run a wave. It's just not exactly what they wanted. Yeah. They can still run it and put one down for maintenance and fix it overnight. How many different types of wave like, pools? Yeah. Well, you've got. 
the one you were at. The, yeah. the, so the wave garden using similar technology that's in... Gee, we went to one in um, back of Spain or in the Basque country down um, where the... Um, oh, the, the pro in um, Biarritz. We sort yeah. of went inland there and went to that, and that was pretty sick. That's the same as the one in, in Wales, and that's a wave garden, similar to one here in Bells. Then you've got the plunge one. I always liked the Will Weber one. They had that concept as like a like a circle, and they're, they're like, like they based it on a, a fishing trawler going yeah. up the rivers in Yamba and the, the, the deep draft of them and that running, and they sort of had two or three. They had a real good concept. I think he did some stuff in Tassie, actually, at the Utahs, doing all the, the aqua stuff down there, and he had some great stuff. Like, those Weber guys are real, like, they've always done innovative boards and, like, really you know, weird out there thinking. But I, to my knowledge, they haven't got one up as yeah. yet, but they, their they concepts are cool. had those wave pools, like, surges a while ago. I used to work at Monash Aquatic Centre for years, lifeguarding. Yeah. And they, we had a wave pool, a 40-metre wave pool. I might have been one of the first people to surf in a wave pool was in Australia. Surfable? Yeah, we were, it was. They, they'd get a left off the wall that yeah. could was surfable, you know, young and small. Like, yeah, I could yeah. literally get up. And we had, like, a training day in there, and I took a surfboard in, like, and got, you sick. know, literally got to my feet, and that was it. The wave's tick over. Box, it's like, tick go. box, done it. And, like, it was cool. But on a bodyboard, you could you could take off and do a, do a 360 and then straighten out. Like, there was enough wave there at this pool and yeah after hours like that's funny I was I used to be Waves Leisure Centre in Cheltenham yeah oh there you go yeah same thing (laughs) did they have they would have different settings you could set it yeah but nothing broke like it was just like you know which which setting would smash the Asians up against the wall (laughs) yeah yeah oh god turn it over (laughs) we'd have like yeah when it's full of uh Full of um, unlikely swimming yeah. targets, then you'd you'd put it on the mellow setting. It was real boring. Aquatically challenged. <laughs> yeah. Then I, so after um, these life saving Victoria, right? These programs we were talking about, we used to run. So it was all about water safety. We'd teach them in the Murray River, in dams, in Shepparton, and all this sort of stuff. And then there was the the open water program. You teach your doctor ABCs and teach people how to do surf rescue and use a rescue tube and things. Great fun. Ran around these primary schools doing it all around the um, state. Around the state. Anyway, I got back to working at Monash with this wave pool and I started a company called Surf Skills, which yeah. was exactly the program that Life Saving Victoria used to teach, but I ripped it off because I used to work there. So I just said to the guys, hey, listen, I'll run these things. I'll charge X Perfect. and we'll fuck Life Saving Victoria off because they were coming to our pool to run them. So I just, took all their business. I knew all the schools that did it and ran this for like two years. Just stealing like, IP. I love it. Go. Yeah. And I was like making bank as like, you know, So you took for old. a non-for-profit community yes, organization. Yes, and made it profitable. Their, yeah. their yeah. intellectual yeah. property and you commercialized <laughs> that and just fucking took their clients. Yeah, Your exactly. Own ran it for my own personal yeah. gain. But, but it almost went sour because I almost drowned someone. Oh. And uh, early on, I'd, I'd, we used to, I set the buoys up, which were milk bottles that I'd attached to some... Um, professional, you know, you know the bollards that used to, you, you, oh, the bollards on the highway, and they got a the big plastic base on them, yes, too heavy. The so I'd stolen yeah. a couple of them and um, tied some rope to it with some milk bottles for boys. And then uh, I'd get the kids. You go around them and you check who can swim and who can't and whatever. And you're like, oh, this is the state of what I've got Upside to deal down, with. Kid can't swim. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then like the lifeguards, like no one whistles. If you live ever lifeguard at a pool, you never use the whistle. You just never use the whistle. Anyway whistle came out and I'm like oh god I'm on point and I'm about to teach these kids how to do like swim wade rescue so like use your legs pick up your knees wade do some dolphins swim use a rescue tube Stand and the whistles go off I turn around there's a kid right in the middle of the boys just like climbing the ladder just like so head sick. above water nice. touch the bottom head above water stat touch about to the... be a stat and I'm like 
Turn around at pace like the full wade in, dolphin two strokes underwater, poof, grab this kid on the back, rescue. And the whole class was just like, oh yeah. And that's how it's done, folks. kids. I was like, and in my head, I was like, oh no, this is all got no insurance. This is going Thanks, little Jimmy, for appreciate you being a example there. An example, the kid cried and didn't participate in the session. No resuscitation required? No, no, it was fine, but it was a little bit hectic. For a few minutes there, anyway, but I got it. You know, that, that was my little business. And did that finish after that, or was that the? F- uh not long after it finished. I um, oh, I've just got. What was that? I thought it was a march fly. Oh, you've crushed it. Oh, where? Yeah, bug. It? It's under your foot. Yeah, good. Under your heel. Eight bugs. Just being attacked by a bug in the van. There you go. Um, yeah. So little, little after that, it ended. But that's about uh, about it. Have you got any, any anything you want to chat about as a new host there, Gilly? You got any? Any notes for us? Any uh, questions for Scotty when he comes back from taking a piss in the backyard? <laughs> you are, you're putting me on the spot here, was a lot. That's that. what it's about. Uh, I mean, mate, I've been, what have I been doing? I've been doing a bit of podcast research. Oh, yeah, go on. Because you guys told me, I was like, oh, you're going to be the new host. I'm like, great. I thought, well, we, we told you. You told yeah, us. Yeah, <laughs> you told us. But, you know, I just slide that in there. And yeah. I was like, oh, fuck, I actually better start listening to a few podcasts. It's like, <laughs> just to see what they actually do and like what people talk about. So I got, and by, while I was camping, so I got pretty deep, Good, you know, like in the, in the podcast world. And uh, yeah, I think, I don't know where I'm going to go with this, but I, I reckon it's like the podcast voice is a thing. Yeah. Like you can see when someone's talking natural. And I was like thinking about when um, people answer the phone is like, oh yeah, have your phone voice. And like my, like Lewis says, got like a real phone voice. Like it just goes up a couple octaves. Yep. And I was like, hello, how are you? You you you're on stage voice. Yeah yeah you're on stage voice. So I think um that's what I reckon you gotta get get the relax gotta gotta feel relaxed. How do you, how do you judge your own performance today? That's shit. Right? Terrible. What yeah, <laughs> your voice? But the voice is normal. This no, is how you voice talk. I think. Hung over. I can't get. There's no. There's it's no, deep. It's dulcet. It, it is dulcet. There you go. Thanks very much. Um, <laughs> no, the voice is good, but uh yeah that's all I got for you. Do you got to think that. about the voice of of how you actually talk? It's taken a while to get relaxed on it, but. Kill, like you know you, you're going you well shit. when halfway through a potty you're getting performance surprised. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or you're going shit. Either way. <laughs> Are you coming on next week? Hey, <laughs> hey, can I tell a quick story? Mate, y- y- this is your potty, Scotty. You were like, anything you've got to say, say it. I'm that out. gap was me I'm going out. for another piss. That Wuhan water's going straight through me. <laughs> yeah. Dude, Back to as the as pools and water safety. <laughs> yes. When I was at Life Saving, we got a gig where we, um, I don't know if it was your pool or one of the other ones, and... Um, all the play- people who flew helicopters for insurance purposes had to do some training where they did submerged helicopters. So we had a simulator or one of the pools had a simulator and someone called on me and basically it was this contraption, like a, let's say it was a, um, a quad bike, but without the wheels and you sit in it like it was a, a cockpit of a helicopter and then you just get tipped upside down and you have to take your, your um, harness off and swim to the top, prove that. And I was like lifeguarding, helping running this, right? So it's a pretty cool gig. Hewitt Hewitt training, it's called, I'm pretty sure. Is that what it was? Yeah, yeah, helicopter underwater exit training. Oh, well, you're not, you're more, I did yeah. it. And I got it's paper. big in WA because all you the mine sites. Yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah, I'm running those sessions yeah, as well. Right. Sessions yeah, we basically put people in like a milk in a shopping trolley and we turn it yeah. upside down and they unclip the little seat. Just belt tick, tick the yeah. insurance box. So yeah, we yeah. did it, and they, we had the crew from today. We had heaps of celebs or people who flew in helicopters. And we had the crew from today tonight, and Anna Corrin, I remember, used to be the host, and she was a fucking prima donna. 
Like, and just, just being a princess. And well, do Anna Corrin, I don't know her. What'd she do? Oh, she used to be hosted today, tonight, before Sandra Sully or some one of those. Oh, Sandra Sully. The, the, the Julie Bishop of Victoria. Yeah. <laughs> one of those chicks. And yeah. she, like, got, she was just a prima donna, and it was meant to be, like, eight seconds. And we, like, tipped them up, maybe, like, 15, 20 seconds. Yeah. And she came out, like, splutting water, <laughs> like, full thrown up, like, hating her life. I think that, that was my sort of story from back in the lifeguard days where I showed some lack of uh, actual <laughs> productive <laughs> lifeguarding. Have you done any beach lifeguarding? How, how did you end up working at Life Saving Vic? Um, I think I was just... Yeah, I don't know. I think I talked nonsense and my mate Skillsy, Perfect. Andrew Skillen, who's now CEO ah, of Pocky Victoria, yep. said, can you go do some incursions, you know, get your work in Children's Share, go do some in-school stuff. Was I think was I your boss at... At some point, I reckon in there, yeah, late just, in, just I had a little gap and then I came back and right. did a few. Yeah. Where were you, you working were together? Life-saving Victoria. Where yeah. is that? Like, it's based in Port Melbourne. Well, yeah, I don't think so it's I headed up all the education programs. I went out with Woz and I think we did all those around my state ones and then I sort of headed them up. But Yeah, that's so we were being delinquents. Brooke, was it, did you work with Brooke? Yeah, yeah, Brookies. Oh, she probably shouldn't have thrown in names like this. <laughs> 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 I don't know what she's doing now, she's awesome. She, we got yelled at. We, like, come back from this trip away you know, for a week and it's just like Friday night hauled. I was like being at school again, standing in front of her in the office. Teacher, like, yeah. did you do this? Did you do this? Did you do this? And I was like, were you doing this thing? They got all these reports. And I was like, the one time I, hand on heart, did nothing wrong because I was still at the pub. And I was like, <laughs> I didn't leave the pub. I, I didn't leave the pub until close. Yeah. So I had nothing to do with any of this. I was out there until 2 a.m. And there's like a chuka with Anna, the Dortmunds girls. We like at the pub in uh, in uh, a chuka, getting so loose. And then there's like hotel pools on the way home. We walked back to where we were staying. We jumped in every pool on the way home and then climbed some little, there's like an ornamental windmill on the way back. <laughs> like up this windmill and in everybody's backyard pool all the way back to our accommodation. It was an absolute shambles. On the point now where I look <laughs> at young dickheads, I'm like, you guys are dickheads. They're, they're learning and they're I having fun. I was that fun. dickhead. Yeah, I'm not being that dickhead. Yeah. That was like, I hate that I'm in a transition phase. This was a job. I used to get, I think we got a hundred bucks a day and $20 food, food allowance. allowance. For the night. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And the food allowance, we'd all get a barbecue. So it was five bucks. And then we'd have $15 to put on Kino. Yeah, yeah, we'd go Kino, straight yeah. to sit on Kino. And we'd be like, do you win? I had this system where it's like oh, the, the double system, you know, bet five bucks, you, you go, you lose, you bet 10 bucks, you lose, you bet 20 bucks and you win that one. Then you win your original stake of $5. That's the way it works out. Cause like what you're in deep for. So I was like, if you've got unlimited time and money, you're fine here. And I was like, how many possibly can you go to doubles? We got up to 360 bucks or, or whatever. I was like sweating. In fact, black, we didn't have enough black, cash. Black, black, and I had to black. do the, the numbers on like something because someone had thrown less on. And I don't know. It got hectic and someone was like, I'm out of cash. And we're lending cash around. And we got up. We're in Hamilton in uh, randomly, just yep. at the pub in Hamilton. And uh, anyway, we got up, but I was proper breaking a sweat. This is my entire week's wage. You know, as a as a 19-year-old, yeah, I've yeah. just bet on heads. Basically. So good. But yeah, that was what we did. Because, you know, 500 bucks a week to be a delinquent and get given a car and a box a trailer. And I remember, yeah, getting, it was, yeah, it was a good job for young bucks who, you know, better than doing Maccas or Safeway or that sort yeah. of stuff, which we all started out as, but it was a good progression job, getting paid to stay away with young other 
fit people sending good messages during the day, yeah, at night, yeah. not so good messages. <laughs> that's I think look, that's how I got into so the um doing the water patrol stuff, you know, like yep. these guys knew how to tow and, and do tow surfing, but they didn't necessarily have to do like aquatic rescue from a ski and, and I guess I said, Hey, I'll come down and do it and it was funny, I, I think I was like twenty five working there full time and I gave up my time to go down and sit in the beach and that, I think that's where I was like a rookie, you know, like yeah. I sat there doing it for free and I did some training with them going this how you do resources you had to aquatic waterborne you know rescues from the ski whereas they just you know, had to drive and then you had to do tow stuff but they didn't know how to do pickups and rescues so i kind of brought that in and um it was cool like and i sort of tell that story like for my kids going like it's you know it's 25 i was full-time employee i was doing corporate suit stuff like doing meetings with government but then i was here giving up my time volunteering essentially but as a result like that got me the gig driving at bells and now I'll do it around the world, and you know we talked about it. You got to meet Jimmy here. from Lipped. Yes, like, that sort of stuff. You know, so. Look at the world's your um, oyster. One of your funny stories, real quick, was we we still had that partnership, and we got um, Greg from from Lifesaving. We brought the helicopter down, and we sort of did the whole chain of response. We do a training day every year before, just to look at how to do waterborne rescues and and that sort of stuff. And we actually incorporate the helicopter. Um, it's kind of like we've all got toys let's show our toys off and yes and so they brought the helicopter down we said you know if we had to do land on the beach where would it be where would be the, the pickup point anyway the helicopter landed at the, the paddock at the back of bells there which is uh bobby johnson's place that's where boobs the surf breaks named after after bobby and he sort of came down and they sort of landed the helicopter we sort of met them and said oh you know shook shook hands like right what's our plan and he comes down and has a chat and we're there and he goes oi i'm like G'day, and the pilot was there, and, and Greg from Lysane was there, very diplomatic, which we like, you know, the road guys, and they're like, you just parked that fucking helicopter anywhere, do you? And, like, there was a split <laughs> second there, and it wasn't for me to answer. I was just one of the jet ski drivers. I was kind of the intermediary between life-saving yeah. and the water patrol, and, um, and you know, the helicopter pilot had to be diplomatic, you know, like, it's, it's a sensitive issue, and, and they can, part of training, they can land wherever they want, and, and operations, they can land wherever they want. They don't need permission. Yeah. It was essentially training, so they could... But without explaining that, they had a pause. They looked at each other. I just jumped in. I'm like, he goes, can you just land that wherever the fuck you want, do you? I'm like, fuck yeah. Wouldn't you if you had one? Jealousy. Bobby's awesome with me since then. We just fucking laughed. Said, ah, we'll give you a lift later on or something. It was, yeah, it was fucking funny. <laughs> Such good times down the coast this oh, way. So good. What are, um, What's your adventures apart from... Um, Apart from down the coast, like Otways and those sort of things, do you guys get away much, like from here? Because, like, I was trying to think, how do you have a holiday from a holiday destination? Yeah, it's funny, isn't it? Like, I go. Where are you guys going? You're going South Australia. I, I went to South Australia, <laughs> and I was like, it was it was 36 degrees. I think it was fucking real hot, and I was like, been out out and had a shower, hadn't had a shower in six days, and I was Good. like, fuck. It's pretty hot. I don't think I can do another camp, like another night camping. I was like, fuck, I actually live in a holiday. Yeah. I'm just going to drive home. And then like, so I end up spending the week here and just like actually living it like a holiday, like town. Cause there's bloody people all around us on fucking holiday. And then you have to kind of make these ideas up. Like you should go somewhere else, but actually having a holiday in your own house was, it was sick. It was a sick week. Yeah. Good week off. What about you, Scotty? Do you go, where would you go on holiday? Well, since COVID, we can't go too many places overseas like we always yep. go overseas that's you know Mozambique is just we go to South Africa a lot Mozambique's insane Kirsten South African yep obviously that way South African yep so Head. we've we've done some sick trips there like it's kind of like here Rome 15-20 years ago you're driving yeah. up the beach and getting crazed surfing yeah. and like no one there so um, that's obviously been put to halt so it's kind of hard right like there's nowhere undiscovered now everywhere's and everyone everyone loves camping now 
So that's kind of out. Like, and you that's have to. The, the new, do you reckon people get old of it? Like, do you reckon people are like, yeah, we're going camping, but then, then as soon as like cheap barley holidays are available, it's like, well, no, nah, fuck it, we're going you, back. What's to happened Bali. is the reverse. Yeah. Like, everyone who went to cheap barley, cheap Thailand, Bintang yep. monkeys, like wearing the similar, yep. it's like paying their, you know. During they've realised that it's actually well, camping they're all sick. coming back, right? So they're all camping, yeah. but they don't know all the camping crew who've been camping forever. They've got norms like any other anything mountain biking, surfing. They don't know it. So like up the Murray, people are going and buying tents and and pitching tents on the Murray. The Murray's got some incredible beaches, like sand beaches here on the Murray River. So it's insane. Yeah. And people are pinching tents at like the start of December, like throwaway tents and getting the best spots, leaving them, ghost camping it's called, yep. leaving them so they Go- can turn ghost up. Ghost camping. Yeah. What and then they the turn fuck? up and then bring their actual caravan. It's their holiday the house. In. The ghost yeah. camping setups on the Murray. That, that's what I, like when I went camping just before, it's like there's camping, camping and camping, right? Like there's two parts to it. One, like people camp in weird spots. Like <laughs> what the fuck is like with recreation? Like, so here's one. Halfway down the Geelong Road, anyone has been to Vico? Yep. The Halfway servo down, camp. Yeah, two fucking servos. I think you must be on three <laughs> camps. Uh, you doing? Every time I want to pull over and go, on, dude, <laughs> you go. 4Ks at the fucking U games yeah, out that way. So oh, there's 85 fucking campgrounds in Torquay, like, or like beach car parks, <laughs> or like so anywhere. And they're by the side of a freeway. Like, oh, well, we need a toilet, you know, that's been used yeah. by 400 other well, people. It's in wiki camps or free camps. So <laughs> that's like, it's on wiki camps. That's so why. it's funny, like, with this freedom of information, but everyone's been channeled those one. Can we spot. make up some wiki camps? <laughs> like, yeah. we're dropping car parks Come around to Torquay or something. Yeah. Low tide drive Torquay, folks. We're in a caravan yeah. right now. Yeah. Probably room for another space. <laughs> yeah. Look, so, I've I've got a few. That's not bad. You mate, so, you mate with the lawn, mate. Yes, we'll get we'll, we'll it, get yeah. it put on we'll, wiki camps for, for campers, and then he'll they'll fuck it up. Lawn. Yeah. Someone you pulls win. in late, and it's not your fault. <laughs> but even that though, like it's like I'm on wiki camps. <laughs> Great lawn, <laughs> free water, taps just in the corner. Well, you've behind heard all that available behind the rhododendron. <laughs> you've heard of high camps though, like it's. It's the uh, Airbnb yeah. or Air Camp. It's Airbnb. Yeah. People with, like cool places regionally yeah. will like rent out a paddock and, and stuff. Yeah. But even those now are going for like high money. Like people are paying like sixty, seventy bucks a night, you know, to, to camp on like the side of the river up and you know, Wanangatta or up you know, anywhere up that way where you talk about Omeo, Bonambra, yeah. like in the high country, so it's it's like everyone's doing it. we want the borders open so people can just go back to with that's a, like man bluff last year so that's it yeah you do stuff in West oh That's what's God. that eight hours from Perth up north to Darlene uh, yeah bluff. nine hours to Carnarvon an hour and a half so 10, so how, 10 12 hours so I've watched so for me for someone who's never been there like a lot of people right yep. watch the billabong challenges back in the day it's yep. camping yep. it is 10 15 10 it's like yep. there's it's pretty radical you're fishing getting raw fish there's sharks you're surfing like is it yep. still that Man, it's it's still that, but like the difference was when you go, it was mellow and the first time I went there it was fifteen years ago or more and the the like it never struck me like anywhere else, the lineup etiquette and it was like you wait in line and it was a proper exactly like the wave pool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's twelve guys out yep. or, or even less, but you literally waited in line and I'd like never surfed there before and I all of a sudden just just by like everybody getting waves, found myself at the head of the pack, yeah, yeah. and it's like, and then everyone's hooting me like, "Hey, go. buddy, are you gonna go?" And it's like, "Oh, yeah, I'm at the top of the line," Very and it's friendly, like, "That's mate. what you do." And then every, and then everybody, the guys that were shredding, like taking off way deeper, they'd come back, they'd sit in line, count off their waves, you know, bang, 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 people get waves, and then they wanted to take off deeper, they'd go and paddle twenty meters deeper and yeah, take right. off, and it blew my mind. This is two thousand and eight, I think I was there, and I was like, "Holy shit!" Like this is it, and then. 
of course, a few years after that, like it's, it's similar and it's still a lot of etiquette and people understand it. But the last year there was so many people that had never been there. The people that would go to Bali and right. hassle for waves. And because there was that critical mass of people that hadn't been there, it only takes two people to ruin a lineup, Crazy, paddle huh? straight up the inside, fight for waves, have a go at someone. Then everyone's just dogging everyone. And that's what it was like. And it was, it was fucked. I, I got... I was full angry man up there, like old man and tackle. Just like no, <laughs> like me, no yeah. tackle. But I was serving it out. I gave this. I absolutely fed it to this guy from Mars. Good surfer. Like I just fed it to him because I was like, "What the fuck, mate? Like, don't paddle up the inside." And he's like, "Will you come and take off up here then? This is where you take off." And I'm like, "No, I want to take off here, and and I'm going to." leave like just leave a couple of sets go yeah, past yeah. you fuck it like and i proper gave it to him but everyone else wanted to do it but he just like he just didn't get it and that's what ruined it and it's like yeah those places are so flogged and and i literally i ran into mates up there and they'd like never been and and i've talked about it all the time but it's like yeah. oh camping hard work i've never been They're like man this is so good i'm coming next year and they do because they've all like been forced to go and do it so i feel like it's it's turned. It's almost like we're going to talk about it like it was back in the day, like in that not hassling sort of thing. Like it's still raw. It's still yeah. the camping. Pretty raw. Commute. Oh, mate. Yeah, Gilly's been up there. Yeah, like, sick. I went up there for I've a few to. nights. It was amazing. I can't go left because I'm from down here. But yeah. like <laughs> you learn. You learn that. <laughs> but but I, don't, I can't think of any other sport or recreational pursuit, yeah. whatever you want to call it, where there is such unwritten norms which define the the sport or the rec pursuit and and how much you enjoy it like you know do it like any yeah. organized sport there's rules like yeah mountain biking does that happen where someone can come along and not listen to I'm sure there's etiquette up? amongst it but you know like, don't so, go up think. a downhill <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. stop sitting under the fucking jump <laughs> no, I, when I, I went mountain bike my first mountain biking like trip down at Maydean it's fucking steep as like I was a bit like you it was totally out of my depth going off these big rocks and whatever yeah but like one of my mates fell over. The other etiquette is don't fucking stop on the track. Right. Because I, I just had, didn't think that there's, and what was going to happen, there's fucking like five dudes yelling at us. Like, yeah. I on the track, I ripped my bike over and just like, I'm like, that could have ended really badly. But yeah, that's probably one. Don't stop on the fucking track. But other than that, it's a bit more organized. But I think it's, it's the, the, the barrier to entry of surfing as well, which you talked about. It's right. like the, to do it, like people always say to me, Oh, can you teach me to surf this summer? And I was like, you're 35. You've not fucking taught yourself to surf. No, I'm not teaching you. Like, yeah. if you wanted to learn how to surf, you would have done it yourself. You live by the beach. Like, you're in Perth. There's beaches. It's piss easy. It's warm as fuck. Like, I'm not going to teach you to surf because you don't want to. Like, you've got to learn and put in to, to surf. Like, and, you know, people get it. They catch one wave. Like, they catch a green wave and they're like, it's in the heart. Like, oh, something twigs sure. and you're like, oh, this is me. I've got to do it. And so, like, that barrier to entry of, like, surfing where you have to learn those things by getting it done. So, like, you can't just... Snowboarding is a fucking great example. You go to the snow and people are absolutely off their chops. They lose all, you know, sense of totally. com common sense. They just do the stupidest things. They stop sure. in funny places. They just... Like, even just walking through, like, a building with ski gear, just losing their, <laughs> their marbles. you got more like, space. The challenge of surfing it. is it just brings everyone really to, like, a particular point in a break or, like, yeah. on a beach. Like, it's like, that's where you got to be. You know, you can't just spread out easily. Rather than on skis, you can spread out at least. You've got a lot more yep. kooks, but you can get across the hill. You can get up the chair like it's fucking but this, chair But the barrier to entry, like, you can low. do a double diamond black run. You can go into the extreme zone because you get off the chair and go over to it. Whereas mm. surfing, you've got to 
do the rock jump, paddle out. You can't surf eight foot bells because you can't get out. Mm. Like you can't just be like, oh fuck, I'm at eight foot bells. Yeah, but like, it's, that's, the happened? problem is that's not helping. Like it still sounds like it's still a challenge, or at least the, there might be low barrier to entry, but you can fucking go down there if you want, but it won't impact me because I'll just be scanning straight past you. You know, yeah, like yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Okay. You can get out there, but you impact me. Like, and if you yep. can learn how to paddle and you're fucking, you're not like the etiquette, like where you were talking about, then you're fucking my experience. Yep. As opposed to you can go down there, but unless you're kind of taking all the snow, like the snowboarder just doing the, that's horrible. Like, oh, the, the groomer, the human yeah, groomer. Just go straight. Like, this is not helpful. That part is, but you know, you can get around that. But I reckon on surfing, that just such a focus on where you are. Yep. Yeah, for sure. Look, we've I've had some good sessions down here with when it is over six foot and, and then it's on and it's just really cool seeing the old boys and, and get some good waves. And, and How's Maurice Cole? You see, he, I've, I haven't seen him this trip, but I'll see him around. He's a tripper. Like he's an extremist. <laughs> he's extremist. He's definitely a right or left wing. I don't know wings, but he, he's one he's of them. He's on a wing. Definitely. If any bloke's on a wing, on a wing that's him. He's hanging. He's hanging from oh, a wing. So, it's hard. You know, the guy's got a lot of challenges. He's, he's been around forever. Yeah. So his opinion needs to be listened to, but G wants to be listened to a lot. <laughs> yeah. He bags the shit out of WSL. He's been part of the Fuck Bells kind of campaign, but now yeah. he's a big advisor on what goes on there and is a groupie. So I don't know him too personally. I've had a lot of chats with him. Like, who am I to sit here and, you know, bag a guy who's been around forever and done his time? I'm a yeah. no one, essentially. Yeah. Rookie, still. 15-year um, rookie. And that's the cool thing about sport. Like, there's got to be a pecking order. you got to know where you're sitting there. Like, I joke that I'm a rookie and... You know, I am. Like, I've got to be aware of the guys around me know what's going on a lot more. Yeah. So, Are you part of any of the board riders down here? Nah. None of them at all? Have you ever did surf comps much? Yeah, back in the day, I surfed. I mean, I got to state titles. I surfed against Adam Robbo and Nick Muscroft. And a- Adam Robbo was out at Juck today. Was he? Yeah, I'm yeah. pretty sure. So I mean, he, or some bloke that teddy, I thought was him. out with him. Uh, some Teddy. I there's a Gromit. He'd be like 12 or 13 or nah, 14. Teddy'd be no? 6 or 7. Probably oh, no, he wasn't out there. <laughs> no, there's an old saying was, those who can't do go into administration, and I think that's why I drive skis. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, perfect. Nah, mate. Like, nah, those guys are, are pretty pretty darn awesome. It's one, Mate, it's one of those things I've, I've worked with a lot of elite athletes, and I'm happy, you know, like, Look at Kale. Look at you know those guys. He he's really good. He he got really far on a six star QS. Like he's a really good surfer. But the difference between the really good and the insane surfers is something else. And the difference between the insane and the elite is just, it's cool. Like I love being in town when the surf events. I've had some of the best surfs with like, the chicks in particular. I remember being out one time at um, Bird Rock, and the chicks just. I'm like, that's it. I'm going in. Like Malia, yeah. like Manuel. Like I'm like, oh the chicks are a bit slower. But then you surf with him like, these. They're handing it to me. These chicks surf so good. I have nothing. I'm going in. I'm taking up mountain bike riding. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Bull <laughs> riding. Know? So, like, those guys are insane. So, it's cool to watch today. Like, um, yeah, just, just to watch how good they are. Like, you look at John John, you go, that guy's just so much better. Like, Jadson Andre, you're like, what are you doing? But then, like, Jadson would hand, his ass, like, hand my ass to me 10 yeah. days a week, you know? So, it's, it's an amazing sport, you yeah. know, to watch elite people. I'm really lucky to be able to do that. Um, but no, I'm certainly not even close to. <laughs> has Has Kirsten got any stories you can um you can rip out on her behalf of like nine years hanging around with the WSL guys, and like from the 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 back end, I'll I'll put a link into her Instagram because like she's oh, got yeah. some crazy photos on there, from like she was at that code around. black or whatever it was. Swell uh, the the one in Chopu or yeah, the, the one cho- the yeah, Chopu one 2012. 
Yep, the co, yeah, that one there, which was funny. I'll get my own version. I was at the Sandy pub, mate of mine managed at the time. <laughs> we got in there at like 5 or 6 a.m. and we were having beers and, and watching it. And then all the TAB punters came in, like wanted to watch their sports and crack the shits because we had surfing on. But within two minutes, we explained, they're like, what the fuck is that guy doing? You know, that yeah, yeah. race one at you've, you've picked up a mic uh, yeah. all of a sudden. You're like, yeah, MC and all right. So Kirst got you. some insane photos from that day. Um, and like, you know, talk about how like all the skis had to be blacked out. They couldn't have any sponsor stickers and how like you know they're on the boats and everyone's fighting for position why was like, that why couldn't they have sponsors uh, because the government banned them and said they couldn't go out so like it was the event was oh, sanctioned okay. by the government so sorry yeah they closed on. the beach and Correct. yeah yeah, so, yeah. Like, these just happened to be the same skis at the yeah yeah, 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 yeah. so um she got photos she had that to me story just she thought she was gonna die that day and really? I, I, i've been in big surf but like she was like in a boat and she couldn't control where she was so that's pretty radical yeah. to have your life in someone else's hands. And, and the water out. washing through the lagoon, which yeah. is like quite, you For like, sure. if you fell in so, the water, you're, you're gone. Yeah. You're disappearing. Absolutely. Like, so yeah, she doesn't have too many other stories like that. I think she hasn't told you the good ones. I know the good there ones. Plenty she of guys was, put her on the back of the ski, mate. Plenty. Of, you think, you think you're the only competition she came down to. No. <laughs> 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 nah. Um, I can tell you about the year that Mick got attacked by the shark. At oh, J-Bay. mate, you you're at J Bay. I was. This uh, is a yarn I want to hear. Please. Well, it's an interesting out. one. It's not where you think it'll go. Well, so I was driving the skis at Bolito, and I think I might have been doing commentary at the time. And then we had to we finished at five o'clock, and then two days later, J Bay was starting. It's a, like a nineteen hour drive through the Transkei. So if anyone's watched the old drive through South Africa, yes. like it's great. So basically the where all the black people were exiled back in uh, apartheid. So it's just the wastelands and you drive through for all hours. And so I think I had like the 4am till 10am shift. And we had five or six skis and a bit of a convoy. And I remember one of the boys, I was sort of new to it, said, oh, when we're driving through, said, if you hit one, just keep going. And I said, when you, you say like one, kangaroo. you mean like yeah, kangaroo, <laughs> yeah. right? Like a, or a goat or, yeah. uh, you know, like some sort of African animal. Like, no, no, like, a local because they get drunk a lot. They don't have road awareness. They're not educated. It's warm road. I'm like, what the fuck? fuck. I'm not doing a hit and run. You don't, you can't like, so I was just, eyes just glued high beam the whole time. Yeah. South Africa, right? TIA. So we're doing a dollar 40 on the road with a yeah. twin axle double ski in the back. And it was pretty, we're dodging a few similar kangaroos here, you know, like it was, it was, <laughs> it was hectic. It was, you know, it was like Gilly coming, walking home from his housewarming party, but yeah. across the road with me doing 140 yeah. with a ski in the back. So that was pretty radical, and then we blew out some. Uh, I think we snapped an axle on a double ski in the middle of the, the, the you know, middle of Trance Guy, and, and a lot of people came around. They're very interested and it was very opportunistic, and oh life isn't worth a lot out there. So we're very aware that we could have been very easily just no ones, and they could have inherited ten thousand dollar jet skis and a car and stuff. But we managed to pay some money to some guys who were impromptu makeshift security guards to keep everyone else away and found some makeshift uh, mechanic to, to kind of gr- weld together two, I think, L L bars and, 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 you know, make our axle up. So it was, it was pretty doomed <laughs> from the start. And then it was funny, like, they, they call them shaka boats, which I think are the squid boats over there. They're in close, like they haven't been before at J-Bay that I've seen. And I was paddling out with, there was me, Martin Potter, Strider and Rosie. I don't. I was. I was with one of them. I can't remember who the other two were. A bit further that, out. That's a name drop. Yeah, sorry. Anyway. <laughs> that's that's a hell and, name drop for yeah. anyone that follows surfing. So, but we, yeah, you're just we, in good company. Well, interesting. Like if you look at Rosie's story, she's from East London. She's got chased yeah. in by sharks, so she knows stuff. Yeah. Potts is Martin Potter's from South Africa. He knows sharks too. So we're paddling out, and I don't remember who I was with. 
I feel like it was strides and then we got out around the back of Supers there and we, we turned back in. They saw something. We, we saw something big and lots of reports were coming out. There was something floating around. So it was very active and, and the media department had sort of said everyone, hey, and came up to us and said, this is Water Patrol, just, just let's just keep it on the download. Let's all do our jobs. There's nothing there. And there wasn't any greater risk mitigation than anything normal. We had, um, they were trying, actually they were trying this thing um, where they had uh, watching beacons on the bottom of the ocean. They had a couple of them, like some yep. guys from Bondi. And they showed us, you could see the swim signature, the difference between a, a shark, which was side to side versus a dolphin, which is up and down, yep. manta ray. So you could actually see what was what. And they could see it on their phone and they could radio to us on the on the skis where we were. And there was a lot, a lot of activity that year, you know. Like, so we knew this stuff was up. They're not going to go, righto, comp's off, because there's a lot of activity around, yep. right? But um, there was a fair bit of stuff going on. Obviously, it's not broadcast. It's it's not ideal to go. Oh, we someone died. <laughs> Risk mitigation, yeah, yeah. likelihood, consequence. Well, likelihood. We saw ten thousand sharks beforehand. Yeah, yeah. And we didn't, like they're not going to say yeah. that. So, um, I have on my old phone. I sort of you were on broadcast. I'd filmed under my arm with my iPhone going over um, a wave with probably a three four meter white, and the most sharks you buzz them. Like you chuck it in reverse, create bubbles, and they'll yeah. disappear pretty darn quick. Yeah, yeah. Whites laugh at you. And I've talked to the Oof. Westpac guys here. <laughs> I didn't need to know that. No, I, I, <laughs> no, I no me too, right? Um, <laughs> I've chatted with Westpac helicopter guys here, and they buzz yeah. one out at Fairhaven. And they were, they were down down low. They were at 50 feet buzzing this thing. The thing, the, the white's going, think, nah. yeah. Yeah. they don't disappear. They just do their thing. Yep. So I filmed one. I was supposed to escort it out of the lineup, and we went and hold for a little bit. And um, it, it just didn't move. And I got brilliant footage of me going over a wave, and it right there wasn't fussed by me so like they were around that 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 year and i was sort of pretty froth for it we had a couple of lay days and then i i went out and i you know was surfing and again those who can't do go into administration i was surfing i was in amongst the pros thought i was a pro did a turn probably <laughs> beyond my capacity and landed this i tried to do a rock and roll float uh, on on the roof of this wave and then came down and i blew my knee out did a, uh, a, a t- like a tier two blo- um, tear of my PCL. I almost landed on freaking um, one of the surface camera who was on his head. I felt pretty bad for that, and so I was done. So I came home. Oh right, you yeah. missed it. So right. I missed it, right? So all the boys there, I had to come home. Like my knee was like wobbling side to side. I was in a brace. I, I couldn't do anything. I tried to do one down the ski. That was, I was I was done. So I came home. And Curse was still there taking photos, and I was up midnight watching it, and then I, it was I was on. up watching it as well. I yeah. think I saw because I remember seeing it happen, and then you must have chucked it on Facebook because I was blowing my, I was freaking out like live, you know, by yourself to, at middle of the night. I was like, what am I watching? No one around, and I jumped on social media, and you'd already posted a photo of the oh. screenshot. I was like, oh, mate, what? I grab my phone on the radio. The Boys, come in, Scotty here, Scotty. Oh, they can't hear me. I yeah. couldn't do anything. My yeah, boys you're freaking were there. Out. Yeah, yeah. Um, what's interesting was there was an article that came out, Stab. Fuck, it was heavy. About uh, Kelly Sestari, the other photographer who's I'm really close with. He's a water photographer. He's like insane waterman. And they all ran to the drama, understandably so, to pick up Jules and, and, and Mick. But they left the water photogs in the water. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. So the article was no, you look after I think the was, prize, per, prize yeah. possessions yeah, first. Well, yeah, I think it was like the photographer was left to die or something like that. <laughs> but he was cool. They just swam in. And um, yeah, I was just watching the boys. And I just I couldn't be there to help. It was radical. Like everything we talked about and trained for this. And I was there for it three yep. days earlier and I got home and we couldn't do anything so it was a really weird year that year and oh, Kirst got insane like she was she got an insane photo of Jules and Mick hugging backstage like, when they first caught up with each other and it's kind of like this tragedy like someone had died almost and she yep. didn't want to be there in their faces but she got like an amazing photo of that which is 
pretty cool and yeah, pretty interesting. And, and Kelly managed to wrangle himself in this. He did, didn't he? <laughs> I was thinking that he like was in the back, and then he then he was like running up the stairs to trying to find Mick. I was it was a weird you vibe. From, like, you think about your mates, like yeah, I know, but it just looked like Kelly wanted to be on camera. He's like yeah. Kelly had. There's a little bit of Kelly that wished it was him in the yeah. order, just to add to the Kelly story. Like I think. <laughs> I could tell. No, no I agree. Was. I'm not that's why I was. That's why I read it. That's the only thing it's that I was like, you're in a shark. Weird. Like, yeah. so but he was... never got like tacked right. Like he got caught in his leg rope and then it thrashed it any... around, pulled him off his board because it was in his leg rope. Yeah. And then, and then like, you know, it, it didn't actually attack him. Like no. it was buzzing, you know, right. swim past, figure out what he was. I think but... if it would attack you, it would probably use well, its mouth. So we... <laughs> 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 You failed as a shark. Mouth. It's just like kind of 101. <laughs> How'd you go today, son? Yeah, I messed it up. I just didn't use <laughs> no, it. Use the mouse. Forgot about the mouse. Yeah. <laughs> it's Shout funny though. Like, I think as all surfers, we've always got that. You just ignore it, but you're always like, oh, I'm not sure. So we did a we did a dive a year later. I did a free dive without cages um, out of the Alley Walshall off, off Durban, which is like five miles out to sea and 20 minutes of water. And we did it and... It was insane, and, and we went down there and free dive. And the guy we went with, who was like an expert from over there, Mark Addison, and, and he kind of he sees interviewed a lot of shark attack victims, and everyone says they came out of nowhere. But all the data says that whites in particular do three orbits generally, a wide one, closer one, and then they'll come in and hit their, their prey. But everyone gets attacked, says they. they, they well, you didn't it. see it, and, and you had a mate on on one of your yeah, previous Phil. podcasts. You talked about it. yeah, Cut the and I sort of listened to that really interestingly, oh, like ah, oh, everyone. He, I think he said the same thing. He didn't. It came out of nowhere. Yeah, yeah. Um, you'd probably and, start swimming if you'd seen it. Well, yeah, came out of nowhere. You don't hear anyone go, "Yeah, I saw it." It was, it was tra- <laughs> tracking me, and then I got hit. Yeah, yeah. I just got closer and closer. and then he he kissed me with his mouse. So so we went dive with him, which is sick. Like, and then I I've got a really good appreciation going. You know, like. They want to attack you, that fucking wheel, and they're just like a dog. Like, you panic, you freak out. Like, they'll see you. Like, they can't use hands. Like, that one couldn't use hands and was doing exploratory, like, inquiry into you know what was going on there. It didn't actually bite him. And the media are so good, right? The screen grab is the oh. tail, which looks like the dorsal fin. Yeah, looks massive, and that yeah, sells newspapers. And what sells kind of shark? Through. The thresher shark? No, no, it was a white. It was a white. Yeah. It had like oh, I don't know. Maybe it didn't it have the hook. It wasn't a thresher. Yeah, like, it's not proven, right? Like it's only from the yeah. photos, but we're pretty yeah. sure it was a, just the, that was the the tail of a white. Yep. Like, might have been two and a half, three. Like yep. size, it wasn't so proper. But they Cruising. cruise up and down there the whole time. What do you think of that episode with Phil? Like, yeah, it was rad. Like I was, oh, man. I was just going. Huh, if it was once me to come on, I've got shit all to talk about. Yeah, I ain't telling how I didn't get attacked by a shark. I wasn't even there. <laughs> <laughs> but like the how, story like, where I was almost in the in the story where someone yeah, got to yeah. But like I had a man like him telling it and just how how like mellow he is telling it because he's so factual and recalling it and he told it hundreds yeah, of times yeah. and whatever. But the like the facts of how it all goes down because you think you, you might think, oh, God, a shark attack, bang. But you don't think afterwards what happens. Well, PST, you like you were talking about the wave pool, how you, what do like you do? it's in yeah. your head. Yeah. Fuck, can you imagine being attacked and how much your brain would just not shut that down? Yeah. I, uh, I don't know if he's been surfing much. I have to hit him up and see, see how he's going. Get down there, drag him out. He's to get done twice. He's been in the water down there. But yeah, yeah. yeah that's it, isn't it? He so like stiff to get done twice. <laughs> that's a great theory. He's just like, oh, Unlucky. man. <laughs> yeah. Um, there used to be, I don't know if you can do it now, you used to be able to look on the Google Earth and type in place of interest. You type in Shark Attack Australia. Oh, yeah. And you used to have like red fins for fatality and blue for non-fatality. I don't know if you can do it anymore. And I remember looking at Vico, like, oh, right, what a chance. Like, yeah. like 1932, leg washes up and bright and horseback. Yeah. And like, there's that guy in like, off Portsea. Like, there's 
we've really had not a whole lot of hey, that guy, Harold Holt. Yeah, <laughs> that, <laughs> that guy, that was Prime Minister at the yeah. time. <laughs> like what? We haven't yeah. had like. No, I reality. looked that up the other day too because this is like the mountain, the mountain bike injury. I keep people talk about yeah. getting injured. People always talk about shark attacks every time you talk to a non-surfer about. Hey, you on the water all the time? Sharks. I'm like. Fucking, they don't, that does not a thing. Like, I mean, it's a yeah, thing, it but it's a not thing. a thing. Like, no, yeah. it's not a thing. When did they last kill someone? Nineteen, like thirty-two or wherever it was. Yeah, it's like it was a fucking long time ago. It doesn't happen. We go cray diving all the time. I never fucking see him. Yeah, like, yeah. We, I dove with a shark in in WA actually because there's like obviously this. Oh, Xmouth, Xmouth. Oh yeah, yeah. sharks. Yeah, right. They love. And they oh. like they love like the crew are there just like all about sharks and learning more Mate, about it. Like the they're actually we- getting. And getting a better understanding to be able to engage with this fucking predator in your their space, and it was sick. We went down like I was right under there, just cruising around looking for fish. And just, What's it all with it? Just must be a small like a reef shark. Yeah, yeah. But um, it was just sitting under the ledge. It was not big by like you know how big they can get, but you know what, three or four meters. They're just like just chilling, sitting there, like mind its own business. Obviously, it was full, so it didn't come after me. <laughs> yeah. And uh, and then just cruised off. But they're so sick and so majestic and big. But I wasn't as freaked out as I thought like you would maybe be. Like I actually felt real. It's the unknown. Yeah, isn't it? It felt like, real calm. And I like yeah. that everyone talked about. It. It's like yeah, you're gonna see a shark. I'm like fine. I'm gonna okay, see cool. a shark where I generally don't want to see a shark, which is like in the water with them. Yeah. <laughs> but then it was it's actually sick. And I only saw, I saw one, but there's like there's lots lots out there, and they getting much better at like getting people used to them and like diving commercially. So when yeah. we went, the guy I went with, you know, you get a frog and you turn it upside down, you put it as like its back or like a cricket or a lizard and they yeah. go like a chicken and like Wait, they go. No, I don't know state. this. Yeah. It's not a, never got, you, like no. you get a frog or like a lizard and you turn it upside down and hold it on the back and they just like, chicken. they uh, chickens, you, they just go to sleep. Where yeah. have you been? Stop riding fucking bulls and I got things to do tomorrow. Right. Look this chicken shit up. on back. We went down yeah, to a house and they did it, and I didn't ever yeah. seen it. I only seen this like six months. They like turn it over and they rub its belly, yeah. and the fucking chicken goes, goes, goes like trance. like like literally hypnotise a chicken. I don't believe and it. Just I'm excited there. and it looks I'm real weird. There's heaps of animals can do it. So part of my life's missing. Well, so I knew this, and then the guys I went diving with did it with a shark. He's grabbed it by the doors, like put his hand on its nose. Reach around, I think it was two and a half meters. I'll show you video footage of it. And he rips around and just holds it underneath. He's not pinning it, it just cradles it. And thing sits there for 20 seconds upside down. This thing's a 2.8 meter shark. Yeah. It's a raggy, so it's not a it's a type of whaler, so they're not aggressive. But he's still got this, you know, three, four hundred kilo shark upside down. He's just Shit. holding it. <laughs> it's upside down like a fucking lizard or chicken, not yes. moving, and he's just holding it. Things like, oh yeah, I'm gonna pray. I'm just sitting here, oh my just God. upside down. Like, <laughs> you see wombats doing that on the, the side fuck? of the road, with yes. the legs in the air, yes, yes. sunning the bellies. They're, the long term. Yeah, the, <laughs> the meditative wombat by the side of the road in Victoria. You don't miss that in WA. I know wombats around, but they, they sun the belly I've never by the side that. of the road. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can you imagine hitting one of those wombats? Scales. Oh. You take the bottom of your car out. Ruined, you? ruined, yeah. Yeah, they're, they're nuggets. It's basically like hitting a, hitting a brick. Or hitting we, a rock. we drove from yelling up down to Margie's. Of an evening time. Yeah. Mate, two hands on the wheel. Like, oh, yeah. I, I want to pull over everywhere. and go, no, nah, I'm just going to wait till it's fully dark. Kangaroos <laughs> are just like oh, yeah, Japanese like... pilots in the war back yeah. in the 1940s. Yeah. Can- kangaroos. Any, we saw bugger all kangaroos and we didn't see, we actually saw uh, no wild. wild. Yeah. Uh, oh, no, yeah. We saw no wildlife in WA. In fact, we like, 
We were pretty it's much a fucking hoax, folks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Like, we were like, we were like really excited when we saw like five emus. Like, <laughs> yeah, right. The road. Like, oh, thank fuck. Like, Quackers suddenly... aren't a real fucking thing. They're just cardboard <laughs> yeah, yeah, cutouts. Yeah. So smart. Yeah, like, fucking that. WA has no animals. There you go. Yeah. yeah. Hey, if you you one. know one of the biggest tourist attractions down the coast here is kangaroos. The Anglesey Golf Course makes more money out of the Asian tourist market coming down here, hiring buggies and checking out kangaroos, and they do from their pokies, their they meals, hire a buggy kangaroo viewing. Yep. That's not bad farming. Fuck farming. Grow right. grass, ruse, evening. You go and play it. That's if, good. If you like golf, that's it's good. actually sick to play. I've teed off, and you're like, you can almost tee your ball off on the nose of a kangaroo. They don't give a <laughs> shit. Like, they're right there. Like, they fin- they can- finished their tour with a kangaroo burger. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, Hop on in. So yeah. there's snare. Very good. Uh, hey, did, did you paddle down the Murray? Yes. Was that you? Fuck, I want to do that, eh? When was that? I just had this vague memory then of someone paddling down the Murray, and I'm pretty sure it was you. Yeah, but, mate, it's not like riding across the Nullarbor. No, well, what downstream. did you... What, I did 440Ks from Yarrawonga to Swan Hill. Yarrawonga to Swan Hill. Yep, five days Could downstreaming. Drive Could yep. not drive home because I'd grip my paddle <laughs> from 10 to 12 hours a day for five days. And then couldn't paddle. drive home. I was like palming. What did you do that for? What, what talks, what Raising is it? a bit of money, like some awareness yep. and stuff. It was, yeah, a few yep. of us who did. It was pretty cool. So a couple of people, yeah, ten, was, tents and camping or Yeah, motel. like some people had like, like were portaging. had people like going ahead with stuff. I stupidly yep. took a plastic touring kayak, which would do a max of nine, 10 Ks an hour. So if I had a 120 K day, yep. big day for me. Big like, day. Wow. You know, like every single eddy, I was going through every shortcut, through every log, like the river yep. was running at like half a knot. Yeah. Um, and yeah, was it? Was, was it was, do you get the wind? Like, because you, that's going. You're heading what in slightly like, sort of north, funny, the, the Murray, west, north, well, Murray, like every corner has ah, in, in every direction. So you're like, yes, tailwind. You're like, ah, oh, fuck it. Next corner is like headwind or sidewind. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty cool. How many hours is the day where you paddle? I think nine was the shortest. And I think fourteen was the longest. Fourteen hours. Fourteen so hours of paddling. How's the anus? Like sitting Nothing. in a boat. Yeah, the anus was nice and damp, and, and it was just yeah, definitely damp. all yeah. sorts. There's no control. Um, yeah, it's more the headspace, mate. Like dealing with your head. Like and we were talking about earlier on, I didn't have music. I had to deal with my own thoughts for fourteen hours a day with no one else really to talk to. Or yeah, that that was that was big. Yeah. I did um, I did the hundred k walk. It's the same like the Oxfam. Yeah, like walk team of four, quick as you can get it done. Is it easier to run that stuff? It's well, like walking I, just seems like you're dragging out. Yeah, like maybe big like, task. Well, well, I don't know about easier. I just don't think. <laughs> no, that's I don't, like it's a long way. I know people days. have not yeah. done that. Who their bodies yeah. are packed in on that. Yeah, because yeah. it was about the, the hardest part. When you say like the hardest part was about two a.m. in the morning, pitch black dark. You've been walking all fucking day, and it's like. You just got to keep going, and like there's nothing you can do, and it, you're walking slow. That's yeah. fucking walking just slow. Fucking yeah. slow. It's like <laughs> yeah. you just can't get that many k's done. Like yep. it's like what 10, 12 minutes. Jog a, a few. Jog downhills. <laughs> no, no, we had. And then by the like the team of four, by the end of it, like we were kind of breaking up a bit. Like yeah, one dude was he wanted us to be walking slower, and like you got to work your own pace. Yeah, like, you just got to yeah, do yeah. shit. Yep. how you do it. You can't yep. fucking be yeah, trying yeah. to slow. It's like you had a few people to paddle with, but you just got to paddle at your own pace. Get there when you when you get there. This dude was like he cracked the shits like four a.m. He's like, you fucking you didn't wait for me. Nah. You fucking I'm like mate. Fuck! Shut up! Like, have another muesli bar. Like, in his defence, it was like, look, we're all pretty fucked. But <laughs> where was the walk? Where is it? Oh, it's all just through. Back like, of the Dandox. Yeah, yeah, through the Dandox. Like, I don't 
really know Melbourne geography well, but all through like kind of the bush, then through bloody Alinda and that. Sort yeah, of yeah, 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 like, like that's but actually the even funnier. Like we we walked real quick. Like we just thought we will walk. We'll have a, like there was nine spots. We'll get the spot. We'll have a quick lunch. We'll keep walking. But you can camp, like you can stay and like rest. I was like, fuck, my legs will just be seized. Yeah. But we finished the last section, which is actually goes like up in through the mud. Like it's up a hill, but it's in the bush and it, you know, could be muddy. And like once we finished, like a downpour, like it fucking rained. And apparently the the hill slid and like no one could get up it. And like apparently the leeches came out. It was like... (laughs) It was like fucking hell going up this thing. And like most of the people who would have been fucked by it were like the slow people. Yeah. So it's like all the people who were running it quick and just walked. Just over. Got through it. And then everyone who was like um, slow got totally fucked by this like downpour and like mudslide. It was in the paper anyway. It would have been fucking horrible to finish It's like um, Mikey Hanish swimming Manhattan Island. If you yeah. listen to that and it's like around Manhattan, I don't know, it's like 60Ks or something, but you've got to get to the corner before the tide changes yeah, right. or you're done. And it's like, so you sprint down and because you're going with the flow, you're, you're zinging. They're doing like 10K an hour swimming and stuff. Yeah, right. And then like flying down, get to the corner and then just like, you just sort of dawdle and then the tide just bam, fly down to the to the finish. So you're doing this 60K swim in six or eight hours or something yeah, silly. Right. And yeah, the, the people that were exactly that as that tide's changing getting to the corner and it's like you give up you don't you quit yeah because you cannot swim against it i think people had to quit because it's like we're just walking up a hill that's sliding down (laughs) this is not this is not going to work so many rad things Uh, out there like you know let's see you in a pub going oh it's just a guy with a beard like looks like a bit of a yokel like nah that guy fucking pedaled from west oz to perth like (laughs) to melbourne you fucking owe him a beer like that guy went through pain or like there's so many people have done sick stuff like you talk about like I think so every, good. everyone's got good yarns. I think down here, like maybe it's just the people that I choose to surround myself yeah, with yeah. as well, though. Like that's who you, you know, people at your party, man. I was, I was having great yarns. Yeah, my the, crew's the, sick. The local, that's the local cool. crew, Rachel's friends, rental friends. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was, it was hell. Well, actually, this, on that walk, talking about people doing cool shit, like there was someone had a had a disability and like they, they can't walk that well, and they they had set a frame how fucking don't know how they did this they had a frame four people two like one on each and they fucking carried this guy Jesus the 100k's like effectively carried him and he's like in the middle with his straps on I'm like fucking hell like a pharaoh or something yeah like, pretty you know, much the, like yeah. that and they just trudged along Egyptians. I, I'm, I can only imagine they got to the fucking mudslide and it was all... <laughs> were they mates with him the four people on each end were they mates yeah. with him go fuck you sat there the whole time mate yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> just, just dragging it it no, it's good stuff have you got anything else you want to chuck in Scotty we might look at wrap this up uh, we, we, we're two hours and 15 minutes in like um yeah, well, mate, do you want to finish on? I've got the, one more story. Mate, you've got, I'm sure you've got way more than one more. I do. We'll, we'll have you on another time. But, um, oh, fuck, I've got a couple. We'll get, we might run out of batteries, so just drop drop it like it's hot. We'll Let's see how we go. A couple of quick ones. We'll go yeah, back mate. to the, um, the jet ski thing. Um, oh, all right, so we went mobile, down Bells. We can we can go mobile. We went down Joanna, which is the other side of the, uh, the cape here, so when it's quite small. And um, we got to launch out of this little river mouth. Um, and then it's about a 25 minute run down to, to Joey where, where the beach break is. So we did that. And I think we had two heats of round three, which were toe assist. And then we went to round four, which wasn't toe assist. And so we had the, the four skis down there and went to the, the two man, uh, sorry, the, uh, the four man, three man heats. 
And so we rock, paper, scissors to see who would uh, have to stay on the beach and do the water patrol, no tow assist, but if something goes wrong, you got to be there. Yep. And the rest of us, we, we knew we'd go into that, so we had a couple of hookers. and What? Yep. Okay. Exactly. Good. Um, a couple of compressors. Just keep you entertained. Yeah. <laughs> a couple of compressors. <laughs> in, this. in case things get a bit like, yeah. slow. I know sitting on the beach is no good. Here's no, a hooker. Yeah, there's not much to do with the other side of the outways. So, yeah, we had a couple of compressors there and some lines, and we um, went and got a dove. We had what, two hours, I think, with four heats at half an hour each, and we got uh, got a few craze because there's not as many out the front here, and then went back and thought that would be it for the day. We thought it would be six heats, and they wanted to run a few more heats into, like, I think it might have been round five or the semis or whatever, quarterfinals, whatever it was. So we're, like, sitting here in this channel. Imagine any rip bank, real deep channel, not much to do. Like, we didn't really have to do tow assist, but they want us to do tow assist. So we're, like, we're going in to pick up the surfers and tow them back out the back here at this beach break. And like we're sitting there in the channel and we had like crayfish sitting in the front of our skis here just scraping, <laughs> like walking around. In the gunnels or like in, nah, the, nah, in the front of the, like oh, in, yeah, the, in the there's boot, a tub, thing, yeah. tub in the front there and you just hear them like, and so normally you like, at tapping our, away. Our, like, you hear him scraping, just walking yeah. with their legs, you know, and we all, you know, plan out dinner and have a few crays and, um, I call this next heat I'm like damn it so we actually do pick up so like racing in and like we pick them up and we're like just nursing like over <laughs> these guys careers on the line on the back of our skis we're like nerd like you hit away be like <laughs> you like nurse over the top you don't understand mate there's $200 worth of crazy exactly mate I don't care about your career like <laughs> we, yeah. so but they kept we thought they ran two heats and they ran like four heats and ran us almost to dark which we weren't under survey so we had no lights and pretty much ran us to dark and it was a 25 minute run back up the coast back up to um, Princetown to get up this little river mouth to get in so we basically ran up there and we, we weren't nursing at all we were just like bashing to get there as quick as we could otherwise we didn't know where the we're getting in or out. There's a lot of stray reefs down there. and It's so hard to pick the coast. Mate, like you think it's so, you don't realize until you're on the water without lights and like lighthouses and a little something oh, to orientate sure. off. Because we did that down at Dunsbury. It got stayed out fishing till after dark and I'm like, no lights on the ski. Yeah. And I couldn't find the boat ramp. If you don't like, have a few lights <laughs> well, houses, we were, yeah. And we were zinging because you like kind of had the sun behind us. So the little glint and I was like doing a hundred Ks, like yeah, dead yeah. glass water, like, and then I was like, have I gone past the boat ramp? We couldn't say anything looking back. Yeah, it was horrible. But and you never so have that in life mean. where you don't know where you nah, are. No, no, no. Like, I'm disorientated in the middle of the ocean on the water. Like, like you like, trying to get here. Yeah. I <laughs> hates using Google Maps. No, I don't mind that. Yeah. And so he, Marco, he, like, he, he got the maps out. He's like, fuck, I think it's, you know, here's the address. He puts it in like, yep, got it. He's like, <laughs> reverses up, confidently goes left, drives straight. We get to the end of the road and it goes gravel. It takes ah. like a fucking gate. And I'm like, mate, that's not the way. He's like, no, nah, I've got this. I've got this. He's going right. He's like, fuck. I don't think I'm... And he gets to the thing. He gets the map out and he goes, yep, got it. Puts it away. Drives around. It's like, <laughs> oh, fuck. And then <laughs> finally we get and he's like, I'm like, mate, I don't really mind. I'm just enjoying the process. <laughs> but the thing is, I now know all those three roads. Good. I know what's down the other end of that no, roundabout. True. I know where this... I know that you can go through the golf course. I know all these, you know... I've yeah, learned something. I haven't just been left, right, left, right. I couldn't then, you, by the time you get here, you wouldn't have been able to get well, that's back. That's like when I was at your so house things. in WA and you, we flipped a coin because I'm, I'm terrible. I just throw maps on and go nuts, whatever. But 
Siri can fuck off for mine, but then he flipped a coin and and it was heads. I got to use Google Maps and tails. I had to fucking use Use the stars. Use his, um, what, like, was it Perth UBD directory? (laughs) UBD. They didn't have Melways over there, Perthways. Big shout out to anyone in the age of 30 who knows what we're not talking about. No Melways. Anyway, so I, whatever whatever it was, I got tails and I wasn't allowed to use Google. (laughs) Sick. And I, and I was like, I memorized it, like bang, bang, bang. That's how we're going to do it. And I fucking missed it. I missed the turn. And I was like, I'm just going to hold this. I'm just going to hold. Because I knew I had to kind of get back to the water. And then when I was back to the water, I may well know I had to kind of do a bit of a left. And I knew there was a pub there. But that was about all I had. And then I went too far. Tried to get, I was like, fuck, this is getting, this is long. Like, am I really? And you know, sometimes you can kind of get a bit fucking, bit, bit all. Like, your phone was flat, I think, yeah, as well. That's no why. Battery, so yeah. you were committed and to the, to, to it. And I was well. like, fuck, I'm going to have to like, <laughs> go to the shop and say, can you please help yeah. me yeah. this? I love that. <laughs> so I finally got back, I finally made it to the water and then I was like, I'd have driven ages, actually. Like, I'd driven quite a long time. I'm going back and, I, and then I found out where I was and. I made it home and I... You probably learned something. I did learn something. Yeah. Go left when you meant to. Yeah. Unless, does that that's work good. when you're going north in West Australia? If you go left, you're in the ocean, right? Yeah, but that's how you orientate. Yeah. And that's ocean where you're lucky hills. out there. You've got yeah. the straight coast, whereas here on this stupid bay... And it, yeah, it's north, south, pretty much. It's easy. Or yeah. Sydney. Yeah. That, that's why I like, fuck Google Maps. Fuck, I just don't like being told what to do. And they're like, go left at this. It's like, oh... <laughs> I know take it's the, left, but I don't want to just because you've told me to. Take the second exit. It's yeah. fucking straight ahead. Say yeah. straight ahead. Yeah. yeah. It's, right. it's the second exit. It's straight ahead. I think they need to make Google Maps like the... Aussie. There, there needs to be a version where you like just get told like, bang, it's not like at the roundabout, take the second exit on Mount View Parade. And it's like, just be like, keep going straight. Yeah, you need that's not, it. You need that. The intuitive just, version or the Aussie yeah, version. Yeah, they're like, mate, she'll be up here. You just have a left somewhere. Yeah, next yeah. left. Left's coming up. Do it right and left. There it is. Now, now, now. That's oh, it. That's now. what you need. You don't need like, this is the name of the. And I'm like, you've said second exit roundabout. I've already got it. I know what's happening. But now you're going to tell me what street I'm on, which is fucking irrelevant because you're going to tell me the next street anyway. Like needs, just needs also like a shorter left, sharper. left. No, your other left. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. My partner doesn't know left and right, so she's fucking. <laughs> we're going left or right. Oh, sick. Doesn't, doesn't matter. <laughs> so many girls don't know left yeah, right. Don't nah, go there. It's, don't do. No, don't, but there's a. It's a wide. It's wide, wide thing, but it might not be a male female issue. But it is okay. a wide thing. She just doesn't. Are they like, there and them issue as well? She's fucking good at north, south, east, okay. west. She knows north, south, east, west, but doesn't know left or right. Do you know the um, there's an indigenous tribe in uh, Cape York and their language, they don't have left and right. So like right now, if I say you're, there's a fly on your right arm, they'd say there's a fly on your north arm. Sick. And then if you turn around the other way, they'd be like, there's a fly on your south arm. So it's like, yeah. they always fucking know exactly where rad. north is and That's where it is. Sick. So they're like, this direction, that direction. So when you're referring to everything, there's no left and right. It's all... North, South, that's East, fucking, or like that's what you sun, want. Rad. Sun, South, yeah, wild, hey, and that's their like, they'd be great navigators. You'd never be lost because you constantly orientating exactly where. Like we're sitting in the caravan, you know, and I'm I'm not really sure where North is. I'm pretty sure it's over this way, and like, you know, oh here we go, test me out, Gilly. Not bad. On the watch. Not bad. Straight up. Yeah. Wait, where are you? Of point. A little bit further around. A little bit further. How around. many degrees? There. 
Oh, I can't, I can't, mate. I reckon I'm 10 degrees out. I'll give you, that's I'll give you that's that. pretty good. <laughs> pretty good. All right, maybe no, I need to move bad. to Cape York. <laughs> maybe I'd give up lefts and rights. I just want you to speak in north All south. right, uh, done. Tomorrow. Yeah. Be good, wouldn't it? Tomorrow, um, I will not do left and rights. Yeah. Uh, north, south. On west, the way home, east, you west. can only go north. You have to. You can only go the direction it's dark. you get it right. But the US have got like some of the highways of 402 runs north south, whereas the... 401 is east-west, so yep. that sort of helps. The odds the... odds and ends, good. Yep. People don't know that. I didn't know that. That's that's a good hot tip. Good. You learn something. Fuck, you, you had to listen something. for two hours, folks, but you fucking <laughs> learned something. <laughs> two hours to learn that the odd highways go lateral? Left-right. Left, east-west. Oh, no. Up-down. One Fuck. of them goes... <laughs> <laughs> that way, oh. this way. What's the ring road, yeah, though? What's the ring so road well, in Melbourne? Shit. Can't <laughs> even explain it one second after we learn <laughs> yeah, it. Horrible. We've gone deep. Um... All, all we say is, you know, say it with confidence if you're going to say that, a, a that, fact that's, on, that's all on written down my notes for, for this cop- podcast. <laughs> Be better than Gilly, fucking own it. Yeah. <laughs> Was pushed me just before and I actually went blank. So it's not fucking hard oh, to be good. better than me. It'd be natural, you know. You're good at this. you got this down pat. Mate, let's let's wrap it up. Yo. It's, um, it's been sick. Uh, I appreciate your time. Thanks, Scotty. Fucking great to see you after yeah, that was awesome. many nice. years. Been, thanks for having me. It's been sick. Just the best. Gilly, yeah, not bad performance. Obviously, a few things to work on, but you know. Yeah, we'll I don't want any working. feedback. No, Just no, fucking leave it to Andy's me. fucking lit up. As soon as you get a phone out, he's yeah, 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 Andy. Like, no, it's not live, but he's still lit it up. Yeah, he's, <laughs> pissed, he's fucking pissed off, Andy. Yeah, Andy's actually. still in a job. It's fine, mate. Don't yeah, worry about it. You, you're, you're a sure thing, Andy. Don't worry. We love you, my boy. We, we always finish off the potty with a song, so you, it's going to be either Hell's Bells or it's going to be... It's so um, cliche, huh? I know it's cliche, yeah. so unless if you've got a song that you want to play, anything, because we, yeah, we yeah. just take people's music and we use it for free. Fuck, Although, no, of, Wuhan Water will pay them. I feel like I'm there's sure. a lot riding on this. Like, I'm sort of, despite people listening to me all now, just I'll something, be defined by this. Something this do, yeah, you will be. Yeah. It's something. It can be this week, though. You can compartmentalise it to be like, this is what's, you know, this song's this week or right. this song... You know, like epitomises your time in Torquay, or so or, like, or a moment on the skates. I think Frente or Rod Stewart probably aren't going to be a, a good you. sell on that. Person. Anything? No, I'll, I'll go with Celine Dion. Was it? Celine Dion. Come on. Yeah, let's do it. Let's go with. Um, and look, I hope you've got it there. Is this? We'll is, get it. You got licensing issues? Or? No, yeah, we've no, got no. It. We, Wuhan we, water will sort it we out. Have Viral no bottles. Licensing issues. We just don't deal with them. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Can I? I'm going to get honourable mention. Then the actual song is that cool? Like, because if my real song's shit, like the honourable yep. mention. Yeah, right. sure, so, sure. Honourable mention. I'm going to go with Pressure Man by the Feelers. Pressure Man by the Feelers. Now, Gilly, do you so know that's this? not that's not the song. Now, this that used it was on um, Biggest Wednesday, which is back in 2000, a Timber Nathan film, and it had T Ray and Ross Clark Jones getting mowed down. Yeah, in that, it was a, if anyone knows, it'll be going there. Yeah, that's sick, and that's kind of what got me frothed on toe surfing. Yep. And interestingly, like the feelers, like are a sick band, like the Grinspoon in New Zealand. I, I love all the music now. Yeah, it's sick. Their, their music's really good. So that would be my honourable mention. Pressure Man by the Feelers. I like that. A good like surf soundtrack. Like the amount Mate. of times with like. VHS is you just watch that shit over and over and over. We had Shazam back in the day, right? The amount of times oh, I like do process elimination, yeah. huh? Like a yeah, pause, like this? Going, oh, that didn't sound like Tumbleweed. Yeah. That didn't sound like you know, and the documentary. Like, you play Foo Fighters ever long, and I'm seeing that hockey. left hand. Like, I can see every wave in like Luke Egan, the, the, yeah, like on that yeah. left hand off, yeah, off the other end of D Bar there. Like, oh, yeah, that, that was just, sick. Oh yes, that my was hero. So good. Like, that, <laughs> is that Fingal? Is it? Is that where it was? Yeah. Oh my god. But it's the same. Like the whole. Love, yeah. You know how much do I love Silver Sun pickups? Because they've been so, like the um, Sony fucking sick trilogy. 
There's a, there's a yep. clip. Um, one of the best oh, surf films of all time. has got blank. And Trilogy, we were down in King Island when they were filming that. It was Andy Taj and, and Parker. And like the clip, Parker comes over the hill and goes, we're going to score for once. And we're in the bank next door. And like they're breaking boards galore. We got barrel for two fucking days. And we just love watching that clip. And now Silver yep. Sun, every time I hear one of the songs, like takes you back. It's so takes good. you back to, yes. So oh, let's, good. let's go with my song is. All right. And I, I sort of got a link for you for this one. We talked about Up North of the Bluff or Nalu. Yeah. Is some of the early Billabong. Uh, days of, of the challenge, um, yeah. The challenge days. Let's go with Silver Lizard by Tumbleweed. Um, such a sick song. I've listened to it a thousand times. Watch that VHS and DVD a thousand times. So, anyone who, yeah. who hopefully listened to those and grew up with those in back in the day will hopefully go, Yes, sick song. You know it. It's a sick one. Dorian, backhand, Kalani Rob, Ross Williams, um. Garcia, Sonny Boy Gomes, like Oki, so Margo. good. We, we man, so we sick. we've got some VHS because Gilly didn't cat didn't like take up surfing as uh, until his mature bloomer. days. A yeah. late bloomer, so he's missed VHS surfing, and like I've got at mum and dad's place a bucket sick. of old surf film. So like I'm gonna have to drop them at your house, and you need to figure out nostalgia day. Education yeah. begins. I'll go to the like, this shop, is get it. a VHS, and yep. Plug it in. Some crew are like Taylor Steele, some of the Jack McCoy, like. Oh yeah. And yep. I feel like the crew these days have lost that. Like they're kind of it's short clips on the gram, yep. and you don't have the music which then defines like your generation yeah. and you who you are. Whereas yep. like, I think that's such a sick thing from our gen. Like. And that, that's why the documentary is so good because it's so like. It's so random. Like, Oki's just put his favourite tunes in there. So and then there's no <laughs> coherence to it. Yeah, like, him trying to sing Van Morrison. Like yeah. it is. It, there's no theme, is there? It's like, nah. yeah, like, but fuck, I'm going to watch it now. It's you good. guys can fuck off. I'm going to drink more beers and watch it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you. No, you joined me, actually. Um, thanks again, man. Let's uh, so close it off. So, uh, what was the song again? Uh, it was Silver Lizard uh, by Tumbleweed. Right. Hooroo. Hit it. You. <laughs>